0: Seven, six.
1: I doing today? Uh, good morning so far. I, I think I broke the toilet. Yep, yeah, the toilet's broke. I I, deli- I, I gave birth this morning, so I'm feeling light. I, I feeling like a dancer today. That's how I feel right now. That's how light I feel on my toes. Yeah, and I know that y'all are all grossed out by it. Uh, by the way, yes, yes, if you think what you saw yesterday is true, it is. I am now a member of the TikTok Tuck. I, I don't know how it works. I, I'm old. I'm going to try to do I've got an idea for a video today that I'm going to do. I I, I I I need, like, a, an 18-year-old assistant, that that uh, an intern. That's what I need. I need an 18-year-old intern who knows how to do that shit, and I just give them the ideas. They film it. They edit it. They put it up. Bam, I get the credit. That's what I want. I don't have that, though. So I'll, I'll just I'll just go on with my I had a fried bologna sandwich boy we and we had beef bologna I've I, I don't usually get beef bologna I just get whatever the you know lips and assholes they put in regular bologna fried that up yesterday with some moonster and some cheddar whoo and Chick Fil A sauce set it over the top good stuff let's get to some good mornings, shall we I was the first one here today. I said good vibes to Tommy today. Well, uh, sadly, uh, Tommy is not getting surgery today. Play, damn it. Which means he will be here tomorrow. That's right. Big announcement for Celebrity Ass Deathmatch Scumbag Edition. We have a special guest referee. The one and only Tommy will be here manana. Oh boy, I've got the bra I've got the contestants, and I've kind of got the ideas of the brackets. I'm just gonna tell you right now, this could be the hardest one of all time. I, I, I've, I've made it tough, people. I have made it flat out, smack dab tough. So I said good vibes, to Tommy. Well, the good vibes went so good that he didn't have the surgery. So there you go. Andrew uh, says uh, he was actually the first one here. Uh, good morning, Arnie, Butterfly, Braddy, and Ass Family. Good vibes, Tommy. I uh, hope all is well. Douglas, sending good vibes Tommy's way. Good morning, Ass Family. Today is my Friday. Well, there you go. Braddy Kid, good morning. Arnie was first here today, yes. Andrew. How, how long of a drive is it to New York asking for a friend? <laughs> Hangtown Jen, good morning, Ass Family. Jen, Jen, uh, I, I'm going to be talking about Hangtown Mike here in a second. Oh, yesterday was a day full of heat, and that's how I'm going to uh, jump into beginning the show is, is my deals that I had to go through yesterday. Hi, Mama says, Happy Friday, Eve, ass. Dave Co is present and accounted for. Travis says, Good morning, ass family. What's up, Traps? Christopher, dodging bullets again. Probably in the most unsafe place in the world, on a school bus in Fresno. God damn. I, I hope they give you Kevlar on that route. Corn pop that coochie. Yeah, corn pop was a bad dude. Uh, DNA says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Happy Friday Eve. There you go, Morgan. Alicia says, morning, ass family. Straight fired, looking, looking forward to a big slice of ass on this beautiful Thursday. Good morning, all. Uh, <laughs> Andrew says, roughly about 13 and a half hours from Nashville, Brady Okay. Kamala's theme, yes, the Indian giant. Oh, Fred, it's 7 a.m. and 15 degrees. Well, it's uh, 9.04 a.m. here, and it's a blustery 54. We're going to get some rain today. Uh, There was a lost Facebook Live, Arnie Breaks the Toilet. Yeah, you don't want to see that. Or uh, do a YouTube series, Toilet Time with Arnie. Oh, you know, I could do my rant. What grinds my gears what plugs my toilet? Shit, that, oh, and I could have, oh, I could have done a good one. I might still do it. That's a great idea. Hold on a sec. Where, where's my paper of ideas? I've had lots of ideas today. Uh, uh, what's clogging, what's clogging my toilet today? Oh, I like that. Oh, hey, wh- who gave me that? VCoop, VCoop, listener of the day already. What, that That's the video I'm doing today for TikTok. What's clogging my toilet today? And, and, and you're going to hear it firsthand. I'll share it with the world later. I like that. That's awesome. Awesome shit right there. Literally. Hey, now. Um, Tommy can't get his surgery because of corona. I, I have no idea why he can't. Uh, Stinkfist says, good morning, Arnie. Ah, you're out, says, morning, ass family. Been a rough couple of days, but I'm here to get this Friday Eve started. Yep. Rat Burger says, 7.05 and 31 here. All right. Now, before we get the show started. So, Hangtown Mike has been uh, sending me some stuff to help me with headaches. And I'm not going holistic or anything like that. He's sending me some stuff. And it's helped my headaches. It's helped my knees out tremendously. And he sent it to me. It was in the mail on seven fifteen or two fifteen, February fifteenth. It was a Monday. Okay, it was President's Day. Buenos dias, ogre. And uh, I knew that with the, the the storm of last week, snow uh, snowmageddon that happened last week, I, I knew it would be delayed. I was supposed to get it last Friday. He sent it through UPS, had the tracking number and stuff. So I waited a couple days after he sent it, and I started checking and said, "Oh, it'll be there Friday." And then all of a sudden, Thursday it said, "Ah, due to inclement weather, your day la da da da." I was like, "Inclement weather? It's fucking all melting." So Saturday, fucking melts. Sunday, it's gone. Monday, I click on there. There, we have no snow on the ground anymore in Texas. Uh, it, it's like a CBD compact. Like, he makes a super CBD. That's what that's what he uses. It, and and I, I have a roll-on, too, that I use, and it works great. Um, but uh, so he sent this to me, and I've been waiting, waiting, waiting. So finally, I, I, I clicked the thing. I didn't sign up for UPS because I don't want to sign up for UPS. I finally said, just send me a notification where it is. Well, lo and behold... Yesterday, the the day before, it arrived at the UPS hub in Mesquite. In Mesquite. Mesquite is literally seven miles away. The hub is nine miles away from my house. Door to door, nine miles. And it got there two mornings ago at 5 a.m. It's been sitting there. So I called the old UPS. Now let me tell you, their 800 number sucks my ass. If you want to track a package, you can't talk to an operator. I am so like, like I am so done in this world. I don't care if I got to talk to somebody in Mumbai, if I got to talk to somebody in China. If I want to talk to somebody, I want to talk to somebody. Please enter one. And then enter your tracking number. So, one tracking number. All 18 numbers of it. And by the way, why is your tracking number got to be so goddamn big? Oh, uh, the, the, due to inclement weather, I'm like, there hasn't been inclement weather for a fucking week. Zero. Oh, I can transfer you to somebody, but you have to sign up for it. I'm like, goddamn it. Hung up. Or or I waited. I waited and waited and waited, and it finally hung up on me. So I'm starting to get heated. Called him back again. Nothing. Once again, hung up on me. I have have fire coming out of my fucking ears. Finally, I called back, and I didn't do track a package. I wanted to uh, ship a package or something. Hit operator. Well, if they're going to make some money on you, guess what? The operator's going to pick up. And she picked up. I gave her, and she gave me the same line. Oh, due to inclement weather, blah, blah, blah. I said, ma'am, look, I understand that last week there was bad weather in Texas. It is sitting seven miles from my house. And I call him at, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon my time. I said, can I just go to UPS and pick it up? Oh, no, sir. No, it's not arrived at the main hub. I said, the main hub? It's in Mesquite. Where's it gotta go? Garland? The other direction? Uh sir they they there, there's there's like two and she tried to say there's two hubs in mesquite. She's fucked in her goddamn head. So finally I'm talking and I'm yelling at her. I'm like, ma'am, this is medicine I need. And I'm like I'm like literally yelling. Is this a rehearsal for what clog? Yes, this is it. So, I'm and she goes, well, okay, I'll I'll put in a message to the center. And uh, they'll give you a call, so be close to your phone. I was like, all right, I'm always close to my phone. Phone's always with me, right? Okay, great. So I got to wait on their phone call. Now, this is the best. This is the best. This is why technology can eat my ass. I got to go get my dry cleaning yesterday. Got a couple shirts. Had to get them starched. I can't iron shirts. By the way, on all these new highfalutin wrinkle-free, I don't like this new wrinkle-free shit. You want to know why? See, it's technology. Technology keeps fucking me. That's what clogs my toilet today is technology. You got these self-answering phones and all this bullshit. Bullshit. So I go to the dry cleaners, check my shirt. There ain't no goddamn starch in it, even though I always ask for extra heavy starch. There ain't no starch in it because it's a wrinkle-free material. The starch won't hold on it. Pisses me off. So I put that shit in there, right? As it, but, but on my way there, I was listening to music because I needed to clear my head. And I like to listen to music really, really loud because, well, I'm deaf and I like to annoy people. And I like to sing. I don't want to hear myself sing, but I was listening to Red River Dave. I, I, mean, I mean, look, look. If I this part ain't gonna make the the the, the toilet, but when I hear this song, it, there's a smile that goes on my ha- face, like you ain't never seen before. I love this song, Red River Valley, mainly because of this part here.
2: Do not hasten to bid, bid me adieu, adieu, but remember the Red and River Valley. Oh. And the now this is the best part here. Ready? So
1: Get ready to be impressed. No oh,
2: I don't have much of a
1: singer. I can yodel like a motherfucker, though. I can yodel like a champ. I'm in the truck yodeling away, and the dry cleaner is literally four minutes from my house. Four minutes from my house. By the way, the yodeling woke Bubba up. <laughs> I get out of the dry cleaner, and I look at my phone. Guess what? Guess what? And this has never happened before cuz usually when I'm in the middle of one of my favorite songs somebody calls me and guess what it stops the song. No, missed call went right to fucking voicemail. Uh yes sir, uh this is Tammy from the UPS in Mesquite. Uh we are aware of your situation and it is on a truck that is about to be unloaded. Now, what I can do is put a, a, a rush on it, but I can't promise you anything. It could be there tomorrow. It could be there Friday or maybe even Saturday. That was a voicemail. And then, by the way, I, I tried to call the number back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just rang. Just rang. Oh, rang and rang and rang and rang and rang and rang. And rang. So I checked this morning. Go to the Internet, checked this morning. Got the tracking number, hit it. It's allegedly out for delivery today. I I hate technology so much. Yeah, it was a ladies' man stink, but there's a, di- that, there's a slight difference. That that was kind of a, hello, I'm Leon Phelps, the ladies' man, yes. Dusty Rose, baby. Dusty Rose has got a little bit more confidence in his voice, daddy. And I think daddy a lot more. The latest man, Leon Phelps. So yeah, they're very close. <sighs> uh, let's see. Those are just no nothing functionaries who can't make decisions. I remember when you could just drive to a UPS hub and pick your shit up. Amen to that. Hank Jen says, "I'm so sorry, it's stuck in transit. I was driving, but listening. Oh, it, it, it's not your fault. It's not y'all's fault. No, no, it's nobody's fault. It's UPS's fucking fault, because they're a bunch of lazy cocksuckers. I said it. I, I did say it. I don't like them. I don't like FedEx either. FedEx can lick my balls too. DHL, don't get me started on DHL. How are they even around? And by the way, the biggest turd burger of all, the USPS. They're the worst." You would think that if you pay for something at UPS, you're going to get good service? Let me just say that no, that bullshit. No, no, a watch for what? No, 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 see, I look, I know when I talk to my higher power at night, I never ask for patience because he will deliver it. I've had it with patience. I'm done. Bullshit. Uh, why does Tammy sound like the ladies' man, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know who gets fucked? Leo gets fucked. Hashtag lethal weapon. Oh, man. You have to understand, these are hard times for UPS, daddy. This storm caused hard times for the... Le- I understand. I get it. Hey, hey, last week, uh, last week, we didn't have garbage service because there was snow on the ground in Texas. And you know what, man? You walk outside on on this Monday when it was clear because Monday was trash day, and you should have seen the piles of trash in this neighborhood. Shit, one family, it was like Christmas happened all over again for them. But by 11 o'clock in the morning, guess what? All the trash was magically gone. Poof. You know why? Because they brought an extra truck. How about that UPS? Maybe I don't know. Maybe uh, uh, maybe get an extra truck or two out there. I don't know. But yes, I'm supposed to get that shit today. So yeah. And by the way, what clogs my toilet? I love that. That's that's good. That is a good one right there. Only trash I see in my neighborhood is white trash. <laughs> All right. Now, can we start the show? Can 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 we just start the show? Okay. By the way, we're doing top 10 debut albums today. I hope you guys worked at it. I know Andrew sent me his list. I've got Brady Kid's list and I've got my list. So work on your list. We're going to do that after this first segment. First things first though. I don't know. And tomorrow we're doing, you know, celebrity ass deathmatch scumbags. It's too late to get this guy in. I need it done. The top advisor to President Joe Biden just two days ago described the coronavirus pandemic as, quote, the best thing that ever happened to Joe Biden. Now, I'm sorry, but. Uh that you you can't say shit like that. It's the best thing to ever happen to Joe Biden and brag about it. It's something campaign officials say they believe, but they never would say it. Well they said it and they put it in a book. How, how, how in the fuck can the president go out and now deliver a speech and talk about how bad coronavirus is when it's now been? Oh, I know. That's right. The media won't say anything about it. He just gave a speech the other day. Flags are at half staff right now. Because of the over 500,000 people allegedly killed by the coronavirus. And now it's the greatest thing to ever happen to Joe Biden. Boy, oh boy, isn't that convenient. Hmm. I mean. Yeah, Oh, Dave Coe, yes, the White House did just have a day of mourning. But it's the best thing to ever happen to Joe. I mean, I can almost agree. I've seen his kids. It's better than his kids. It's better than his wife. And and by the way, his wife, God almighty, I, I, I love this new thing. It must be true. The whole, it wasn't me. This new Cheetos commercial with uh, a- asshole Cooper or Coocher and-, and Mila Kunis there's a new thing in society now. it wasn't me. no nope, no nope, not me. Maxine waters oh I never said that I never said to uh, attack cabinet members. well you did you, 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 you actually did no that would it wasn't me. Joe Biden, the president came out and said, no, we didn't have the vaccine when I took office. wasn't me. Huh? I, I saw you get shots on TV, dipshit. But this is, this is the new thing now. You can say anything or do anything you want and go, no, that wasn't me. Mm-mm, I, I don't recall. And the media buys it. The media just laps it up and says, yeah, it wasn't him. I, I just don't get it. I, I'm lost. We used to have this thing called personal responsibility. It's called gaslighting. Trump did it, and the media kept accusing him of it. Yeah. They aren't accusing this president or any, anybody with a D in front of their name. Oh, no. That, it wasn't them. Maxine Waters never did that. Chris Cuomo never said, how come pro- protests are not meant to be peaceful? Nancy Pelosi never said to go punch somebody in the face. Uh, I, I appreciate it's called gaslighting. It's also called lying. Oh, there, there's a whole other thing. Oh, I don't even have this story pulled up yet. Hold on, I got to find it now. Where is that? Uh, oh, here you go. i to push this one in there, too. So so the president, the best thing that ever happened to the president was COVID-19. Kamala has a D in front of her name and in front of her mouth. <laughs> uh, Operation Talon. Okay, so this was something that the Trump administration put in place. Don't watch news anymore, haven't probably for five years. I'll watch PBS occasionally, just can't take the bullshit. Well, I, I don't have that luxury. I, I do a talk show for a living, so I have to figure out what is true and what isn't true. I try not to watch the news. I honestly do. I mean, look, I get all my news pretty much from Internet, internet websites and things like that. The local people are just horrible. You, you would think that in a big market like Dallas, the local people would be good. No, the local people are garbage. Except Hannah Baton. Hannah Baton's all right. She she needs to do an OnlyFans page. Hell yeah. Operation Talent was a Trump administration initiative aimed at removing convicted sex offenders who were living in the United States illegally. Okay, so they were targeting sex offenders who were living in America. So foreign sex offenders. Get rid of them. Well, this administration has said, "Yeah, we're going we're gonna to stop it." Now, I got to say, I don't care what, if you're a Republican, you're a Democrat, you're a fucking Independent, you're a Green Party, can we all agree on one thing? That anybody who fucks a kid should not be a part of society anymore, whether it be we move them out or we just we we take all their breath from. Them. One of the two things. Why, oh why, would you stop this campaign? Why would you stop this initiative? Uh, by the way, uh, so far has not been official response why it was canceled. So nobody's saying that, any, anything. Uh, nothing to see here. So I guess it was a, And by the way, a fact checking site tried to to like I, I, I googled Operation Talent, and there was one fact checking site say, oh yeah. Uh, by the way, it was never inact- it wasn't acted actually. And they've stopped it now. By the way, all these fact-checking sites, if you want to go to these fact-checking sites, they're they are run by the, the news people. So they're going to tell you not real facts. Uh, I get all my news from podcasts, not just this one. Uh, I read Internet articles. I avoid mainstream media. You should. Mainstream media is fucking terrible. I don't care if it's OAN. I don't care if it's CNN. OAN, CNN, uh, Newsmax, Fox, they're all mainstream. If you are on TV or on the cable world, you are mainstream media. Big Coop says, I'm shocked the guy who sniffs kids would help with those (laughs) those that fuck kids. Uh, And you were right about the Tiger story. I waited for the actual doctors to make a statement, and he broke a leg. Not both legs. He has plates, pins, and screws. Speaking from someone who has plates, pins, and screws in her leg, it's not really that big a deal. His bionic leg will be stronger than his other leg. Granted, he will need physical theory, but he'll be fine. If I watch the news, he'd be on death's door. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, and that's why I'm saying I am not going to give up on Tiger Woods. It sounds terrible. The x-rays look awful. But I I am here to tell you this right now. He cannot put any weight on his legs for, for, they said, he really shouldn't be walking for about three months. Man, oh man, that back surgery is going to heal up fantastically. Finally, he's given it a chance to heal. And then these are going to heal. He's got a bunch of surgeries in front of him. But I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you, I am. I, I. What time is it? It's too early there. Hold on a second. You know what? We're gonna make a phone call right now. We're gonna we're we're gonna call our friend Steve Mickelson, because I I this is important to me. Uh, Steve Mickelson, who has his own website now. I I do know that. Let's see. We'll call Steve. Hopefully. Uh, all right. Let's see. Uh, no, I don't want any voicemail. Why Why did it go to voicemail? Okay, bloom, 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 bloom. Let's see, I gotta find his number now.
2: Big booty house. Get with it.
1: Steve Mickelson, there we go. All right, Steve Mickelson. Audio phone call. Awesome. I haven't talked to Steve in a long time. Uh, yes, the racing sportsbook guy. Oh, come on, Steve. Maybe he can't be on the show. Stinkfish, you might be right.
3: Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Seven.
1: No, can't do that. da 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 Don't want to give his phone number out. Three? Nope. Is
3: not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options.
1: Hey, uh, Steve, it's Arnie. Hey, I'm on the air right now. I was going to call and ask you, what are the odds that Tiger Woods wins the 2023 Masters or U.S. Open? And I'd like to put money on that right now on both those tournaments, I will I will put $10, because I, I don't have money, $10 right now on Tiger Woods winning the Masters in 2023 or the U.S. Open. Give me a call back. Let me know. Hope you're doing well, buddy. And I don't have his website. Otherwise, I would share his website with you guys. Uh, he does have a new gambling website where he uh, he gives you all the odds and all that kind of good stuff, so. Steve is by far one of the nicest people. And uh, I, I, I hold Steve very close and near and dear to my heart because he was always so good to my dad. Every time my dad came in the store, Book, Steve always treated him like a rock star. Uh, let's see. Uh, Hirsch, McCarthy, Reuters. Uh, Mixed Picks. Uh, Mixed There you go. Thank you, Anna, for texting me that. Uh, They're calling Tiger's injuries catastrophic. Yes, that would be a word to describe injuries or devastation almost beyond recovery. He will be fine. Bradster, morning, big and asshats too. I do what Douglas does. By the way, did any of you see the video of Joe Biden dropping the hard R a few days? Yeah, we played it. We played it on the show. (laughs) It was funny. Uh, didn't Dave Co get plates and pins too? I believe Dave Co had pins in his legs. Douglas says, I have a plate and six screws in my ankle and I'm running six miles at a time. There you go. I don't even like to drive that far, so good. Yeah, it was on Louder with Crowder and they played it back a few times and and we did play it here on this show. It was funny. (laughs) Joe Biden has plates and pins in his head. He seems fine. Uh, if Kurt Angle can win a gold medal with a broken freaking neck, Tiger can comeback. I've known Steve a long time, a very good long time. My good friend is married to his old roommate. That's how long I've known him. Wow. Uh, they've accepted that he's old, senile, and racist. He's a Democrat, and it's okay. Yes, Dave Coe did get plates in my left leg. I hate it. Okay. But, hey, you're back. And I'm just going to tell you this right now. Everybody that survives that's great. But we aren't like world-class athletes like Tiger was. And I know he's only a golfer, but he was, he was pretty much freaky. I think this is the best thing that's ever happened. This is the best thing that's happened to Tiger's back since before he even learned how to play golf. Because now he gets to rest that back. And I'm telling you right now, at 48 years old, I'm going to say it right now.
0: I guarantee. He
1: wins at least one more major. I'd love to see him win three. If Ben Hogan can do it in the 50s when they didn't have the technology that they have now, the training that they have now, Ben Hogan went out after a horrific car accident. I've told you the story a number of times and just the other day again. He won 12 more tournaments, including six majors. Can you imagine if Tiger were to do that, win six majors? They asked Tiger after the last Masters, is this the greatest comeback in sports? And he said no. He said the Ben Hogan story is still the greatest comeback ever. So there you go. Uh alright, so that there you go. Let, let's let's talk about oh Daddy's little boy Hunter. Hunter Biden is such a he is such a piece of shit So it Hunter Biden started dating his dead brother Bo's widow. Haley, while sending raunchy texts and facetiming in the shower with her married sister. <laughs> and the married sister called him her prince.
4: <laughs> and
1: didn't, didn't he have a love child with the stripper? And Joe would never meet the kid, so Joe is a bastard grandfather. Joe won't be any part of that kid's life. The unconventional relationship was first exposed in March 2017 when Biden issued a statement giving his blessing to the couple. Well, he should. Oh, oh, by the way, that was the other thing. Dr. Jill, God bless her. If I wouldn't have gotten divorced, I would have never been together with Joe. That's bullshit. Wait a second. You're changing. No. That
4: was bullshit. Warning, warning, bullshit. Alert. You
1: were fucking Joe before you got divorced. His wife and one of his kids, God forbid, they died in a car accident. It was horrible. Then Joe started putting his fucking senatorial fucking rod in your electoral college. And you divorced your husband or he divorced you because you was cheating on him. But let's just change the narrative. No, that didn't happen. We just casually met after I was divorced. No, you didn't. In a 2016 text conversation, recovered from his abandoned laptop and hard drive, what a dumb shit, he offered to teach, okay, his brother's widow's sister how to masturbate. Another conversation showed Hunter texted her telling her he had been up late watching bad porno movies like I'm 13. What the shit? Richard says, I'm pulling for Tiger 2, but how old was Hogan at the time of the crash? Hogan was nine years younger. I, I, and I understand what you're saying. Also, the competition level is is so much higher today. I would love to see him win again, but at this point, I'd be thrilled to see him make the cut in the Masters in a few years. Mm, uh, I, I got to say no. No, today's competition, no. No, not not with the equipment that they had back then. Golf, it, this is, and, and you can compare golfers. They didn't have the balls that flew forever. Ben Hogan averaged 270 off the tee. You look at that now, he's at the bottom of the barrel. 270 in, two, in, in 1951, that would honestly be averaging like 370 right now. That's how good those players are. Ben Hogan, my, my, my dad got to caddy in a tournament in St. Louis. My dad used to caddy to make extra money as a kid. And he was caddying once when Hogan came. And he didn't get Hogan, sadly. Uh, but he, he was with uh, the, I guess it, it was the Pro Am or whatever. No, uh, he actually, no, it was, a, it was a local pro that was playing with him. And my dad got the local pro. And my dad said he was so happy he didn't get Ben Hogan. He didn't draw him or Hogan didn't pick him because Hogan's caddy worked his ass off. Hogan's caddy, this is a true story, he would hold a bag. Hogan would say, I'm going to hit an eight iron. Go out 158 yards. He would mark off 158 yards. Ben Hogan would hit it into the bag. The guy's holding the bag. He would hit it into the fucking bag. (laughs) Was there a rich judge who called your dad Jerry? (laughs) No, Judge Smales was not a part of it. I'll, I'll say this right now. Golfers of today are very, very good. They're very talented. Nowhere near what they were like back in the day. No, 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 no. I, I will take an older ear. If, if you were to match up Ben Hogan in his prime against Tiger Woods in his prime, I think that's one of the greatest matches ever that we'd see. We, well, we could put the pool together. We could have Jack take on Arnie in their primes. It would be fantastic. Jesus, is there anybody in this family this guy's isn't trying to lay pipe to? I didn't realize the Bidens were secretly from Tennessee. I know, right? God almighty. What, what a dirt bag. By the way, these gals ain't even all that hot. Jesus. And Hunter Biden has got to be I mean, honestly, like they, yeah, we're blessed with yet another dumb family member. We had Billy Carter. Well, who was Bill? Was was it? Uh, oh, I can't think of Bill Clinton's brother, but Bill Clinton's brother was a fucking. He was a nut too, and now we got Hunter Biden. Hunter's going to be the downfall of his daddy. I'm just telling you that right now. They cannot wait, Roger Clinton. Thank you, Ogre. They cannot. I can't wait till 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 Hunter takes Daddy out. Sweep the leg, Hunter. Sweep the leg. <laughs> I just have to laugh at this. <laughs> oh, how I miss Billy Beard. Said no one ever. Good old Billy Beer. That had the old pop top on it. But if you're not old enough to know what a pop top is, you are lucky. The, the Those caused more tetanus shots than any other thing in this world. People would open their either their, their, their soda cans, their beer cans. Yeah, you open that pop and you pull it off and you just throw it on the ground. And, and that's where they all went. They always went on the ground especially around a pool Do they get modern equipment or equipment in their prime? I give modern equipment. Can you imagine, can you imagine Ben Hogan with a 460 cc head on a driver? Fuck everybody on tour right now. Jack would be the same way. Jack was fucking long as hell. Arnold was long as fucking hell. Bubba, what in the hell are you licking? Boy, Bubba was mad at me yesterday because I I, I punished him for throwing up on my couch. He didn't talk to me all day yesterday. He avoided me like the plague. And then this morning, because somebody fed him, oh, I'm his best friend. Oh, it wouldn't be fair if Hogan had today's equipment. You give him today's clubs and today's ball, it's over. He's going to shoot in the 50s, I think, almost every round. Look, that to me, this is, and, and my dad and I used to have a long conversation about this. The reason why golfers back in the day, I, in my opinion, were better is because they had to stay hungry. And, and, and there was a, a, a something they had back then that a lot of people don't have in this day and age, and it's called pride. But they had to stay hungry because you didn't win millions upon millions of dollars if you won the, you know, the Cousin Fucking Open in Louisiana. And that's what the top prize is now for the Cousin Fucking Open in, in Louisiana is a million dollars. Golfers back then had to earn it. You win one tournament now, and if it's a major, you're set for the rest of your life. You're set for, for whatever shirt you wear, they're going to pay you a million dollars a year. Whatever car you drive, they're going to pay you. Whatever watch you wear, you give it. Uh, Tiger Woods makes, like I, I think, like 6 or $7 million a year from Rolex alone. How awesome is it? that you get paid to wear a free Rolex. Arnold Palmer never got paid to wear, well, later. He's the one who opened the door for it. But guys like Sam Snead, guys like Walter Hagen, Byron Nelson, those guys had to play every week. No, I w- Softcore Mikey, I would not do Hunter, no. Yeah, give him the first Pro V1, he's lethal. Those things were awesome. We pay too much uh, for products because the added cost of advertising to pay these overpaid athletes of today. Yeah, yeah, oh, hold on. Correct the mundo. I mean, I've seen some of these endorsement deals for guys that aren't, in the top ten all the time? Why would you work on your craft? Fuck, if Ashworth is willing to pay me five million dollars a year to only wear their polo shirts, uh, okay. I ain't got a problem with that. And the biggest one, you want to see a guy fucking shit the bed who's been playing great his whole career, you want to see him shit the bed? Watch him when he signs a new equipment deal. Uh, The funny thing is, when the Democratic Party chose Biden, they knew about his family and their history. All that shit is vetted before potential... Oh, I know. Well, they didn't realize... They didn't realize... They thought when they vetted him, they thought, okay, all this shit's still hidden. They didn't think that Hunter was going to leave a laptop at a repair shop. That's the problem. Now, you're out. Yes, he did win. Now... You're talking to me, so it it and I'm I'm one that says, okay, it's over, he won. There are a lot of people out there that are going to fight you tooth and nail, saying he never he didn't win. Due to the cheating and the scandals and all that kind of stuff. I, I'm not saying look, it's over. Nothing I can do about it now. Hashtag John Ram. John Ram, it, that mother I'm telling you right now. He is going to die one day because his pants are too tight. Hey. John Ram, I know you're European, but let, let, let me let you in on something. You ain't fat, but you ain't fit, all right? You're, you're in that middle stage. You are in that middle stage of saying, "Uh, you might want to lose. And John Ram still is wearing the tightest pants known to mankind. Look at Justin Rose, number one in the world. Uh, then he switched clubs. Yep. Dumbass. I, I don't get it. I, I, I like, just don't get it. Well, I get it because they're going to pay you millions of dollars to where they're, you know, hit their clubs, do their shit. It's all craziness. All right, speaking of craziness. Uh, so they clearly knew they had to fight fire with fire. One Alzheimer's patient against another Alzheimer's patient. Uh, so I guess on their new podcast, Bruce Springsteen and Barack Obama talked about a bunch of things. Like Bruce asked, uh, hey, Mr. Former President, I've got this DUI on my record. Can you get it thrown out for me? Oh, no problem, Bruce. I Won't have a problem doing that. It's like to do the perfect Obama impersonation, you have to have some sort of Shatner slash Christopher Walken type of speech to use. But you drop it down and say, well, uh, Bruce, this is why I thought America would do this. He was asked why he didn't fight for reparations more when he was in office. Oh, Barack. Barack, 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 Barack. This is where Barack Obama could have won hearts and minds. But instead, he decided, well, I've been hanging out with LeBron and uh, talking to those guys. He comes out and says, Reparations are actually justified. Uh, hold on a second. Not true. But the politics of white resistance made it a non-starter to propose. Did he just blame Whitey? Hey, I, I think he just blamed Whitey for it. I, I do have a question. Maybe somebody can answer it for me. Let's say, because Congress is actually going to sit down and talk about reparations. If you don't know what reparations are, it's money that we're paying to black people because their ancestors were slaves. Uh, now, now, you're out. Come on now. You know this. Bruce Springsteen blew a .02. Why was he even arrested? You don't know how he was acting. The officer knew how he was acting. He was on a motorcycle. Look, I I understand. All these people are calling for Bruce Springsteen. .02 people have killed people driving before, and they were charged with a DUI. Should they not be charged with a DUI then? I'm just asking a simple question here. Do you know why he got the DUI? Is because he refused to take a breathalyzer at the scene. He ended up having to take one. And he refused to do any of the, uh, the, 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 the challenges. And the challenges are stupid. They can take you to jail for a .01. Don't like it? Change the law. I think it's convenient that it gets thrown out a day after he's done doing this podcast with the former president. Look, and and I'm just going to say this right now. The next time somebody blows a .02 and kills somebody in a car, don't fucking say anything. I don't want to hear a fucking word. It's like all these people now that are bitching about gas prices. Don't come fucking bitching to me. See, this is what we do. We're told bad things are going to happen if this happens. Then we allow this to happen. And then everybody comes running going, this is happening, this is happening. Why is this happening? You allowed it to fucking happen. Okay, I'm glad to know that. Uh, Legally, uh, yes, he had to be arrested, but trying to convict him of a DUI, that would never happen. Okay. So anybody who kills somebody driving, that you just get killed for it. You just get manslaughter. You don't get a DUI charge. Dumb. I, I I I'm sorry. That that that's all I have to say about this. If you get behind the wheel and you've had drinks, hey, look. I I I've never said that I'm never going to drink again. I will never get behind the wheel again because you're always. I understand he didn't kill anybody but the the fact of the matter is is that we we're saying a 0.02 isn't anything. Okay. All right. 17-year-old who has a 0.02. That's no big deal, right? No big deal. Hey, I, I say we get rid of DUI laws. Fuck it. I I don't care anymore. That way I can start drinking and driving again.
2: Woohoo!
1: How many people have been convicted of a DUI at .02 when they take them to trial and they show the video and they go, yeah, he was pretty inebriated? So, look, hey, hey, you want to let celebrities off? You go right ahead. .02, .03, .04. When do, when, when do we say no? .08? .07? Well, .07, he's still not legally drunk, so we got to let him go. There you go. Uh, Every state is different. Regardless of your BAC, it's still a cop's decision. If you refuse a breathalyzer, which is smart, then you will automatically be arrested and given a blood test. The blood test is more accurate and can help you. There you go. Hey. So uh, officially now on the Arnie State Show, I endorse drinking and driving. I'm just saying. I am not saying he might do that. It's happened. Have you ever been to a victim's impact panel? You're out. I know that you probably have. The victim impact panel I went to, a 14-year-old girl was killed by a guy who blew a .04. He's not that drunk. It's only a .04. So, yes. I totally endorse drinking and driving. I think it's fantastic. And if you're a celebrity, fuck. You could blow a .77, just like that guy up in Oregon. No arrest. No arrest for you whatsoever. Because he really was. he, He didn't seem that drunk. Yeah, he crashed his car and everything. I think it's awesome. Fantastic. Guess what? I'll be giving up my driver's license. I ain't gonna be on the road with a bunch of fucking drunks. But I, at least I can start drinking again, so that's cool. I got some cores light out in the in the in the, in the, in the garage that we have for guests. That'd be a good way to end the sobriety. All right, so uh, yeah, so Obama wants reparations. Great, there you go. Uh, Let's see. BLM group ranked in $90 million in donations yesterday. Or not yesterday, last year. BLM made $90 million. They got $90 million worth of donations. Now, let's see. Uh, How many kids did they send to college? I'll wait. Uh, Here you go. Here you go. see uh, no nobody it, 200 which were all there to riot negative 20 the answer is zero. BLM didn't send any kids to college even though they made 90 million dollars because black lives matter they they didn't open any shelters huh what did they do? Oh, oh, I like this. This is a good one here. This, uh, this, is, po- this, is, this is politics at its finest here. Co-founder pa- uh, Patrice Cullors said the foundation is focused on a need to reinvest into black communities. What the fuck does that mean? Have you not? The foundation said it committed $21.7 million in grant funding to official and unofficial BLM chapters. So, so they built more chapters, even unofficial BLM chapters. They've given them $27 million. To do what? I'm wondering. Oh, charitable giving. What, what, what charity? The foundation is now building infrastructure to catch up to the speed of its funding and plans to use the endowments to become known for more than protests. After black Americans die at the hands of police or vigilantes. Okay, what does that mean? Uh, Let's see. carries black lives matter flag. It, does this mean they're gonna produce like more flags and more t shirts? They're they're gonna paint the streets even more in large cities. Ninety million dollars they've raised. Look, I'm going to tell you the reason why I get so fucking pissed is because I was made an example of for my DUI because I was a name in Reno at the time. I'm sorry. Remember D.A. Dick Gamick? He prosecuted me. I got my DUI. I blew a .16. Yes, I was drunk. I rear-ended a cab. The driver in front of me, the cab driver in front of me, blew a .21, and he had a fare in there. I had never gotten a ticket before in my life. Not even a parking ticket, and I was 26. This was my first ticket. I was given seven years probation, seven. I had to attend a year's worth of counseling classes. I had to pay a $5,000 fine. Not to mention 48 hours of community service. They made an example out of me. Yes, it was my first offense. The fine was out. It was the biggest fine you could give somebody on a first offense. And the actual district attorney of Reno prosecuted me. I pled no contest. They had me. I told the cops I was drunk. This is why I get so heated about this. I don't care if Bruce Springsteen... Look, Bruce Springsteen having a .02 and getting in his car is bad optics. If everybody wants to shit all over Ted Cruz, then guess what, boss? I'm going to shit on you. .02 and you get on a motorcycle after a cop watches you. Down, two shots of Patron. So, look, this is the last I'm ever going to talk about the Bruce Springsteen thing. Did he get preferential treatment? You goddamn right he did. And should he have? No. I'm tired of hearing about how serious DUIs are. How many people die every year in DUI crashes. And if you don't, hey, you don't want Bruce Springsteen to go to jail? Fine. Fine with me. Don't ever fucking bitch about DUIs ever again then. Because right, I, 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 look, we're, we're making the moratorium right now here at 10.02 uh, Central Standard Time on February the 25th. The end of DUI talk. I will never bring up DUIs on this show ever again. The end. All right, there you go. Uh, Do I want to talk about AOC? No, she's a stupid fucking cunt.
4: Uh,
1: Former aide charges Cuomo kissed, sexually harassed her. Does that surprise you uh, about Andrew Cuomo? I mean, honestly, Rose McGowan has come from her bunker down in Mexico where she's a a resident of Mexico now, and she's chirping off that he needs to be canceled. You need to shut up and just go back to fucking starring in the damn donkey show. I'm tired of that. You guys can talk about it all on the board. I'm not going to read anything else. I'm not reading anymore. You guys can talk about it yourselves. Uh, So, yeah, Cuomo, look, he's he's a piece of shit. And uh, finally... They say this a record number 5.6 of all Americans identify as LGBTQXYZAI 5.6 of Americans so we're changing all the laws and all the rules for 5% of America fantastic now they say that generation Z which is aged what Eighteen to twenty three. Sixteen percent of them identify as L G B T Q A I S M P Q. Eighteen to twenty three. Okay. Let let let's see let let's see where they are in another fifteen years. Let, let let's see how open you are in another fifteen years. I, I'm just saying They're trying to make this a big deal. Is it a big deal? I don't think so. And and by the way, I don't care. By the way, that's still 5.6. Still a low number. It means you're different. It's strange. It's different. It's odd. It's peculiar. I know we can't make fun of you because then that would be a hate crime. But you know what? I'm all about fucking hate crimes today. Uh, I'm going to take a break. 775-357-FANS is the number. Do the uh, fucking, what is it? The debut albums here next on the show.
0: I sing songs about Texas. I sing them often as if she was some old lover used to know I wish I could follow them back to the homeland every time I hear one on my radio Twin fiddles playing in my memory my daddy saying wonders of old cow town silver hair and he's still there under has got so warm and fair will I tell you friends There's a song in every town So sing me one more song About old Tanto Seems like a dream Now it was so That's why folks keep riding on. when I die. I want to go there too. Someday I hope to walk along Heaven Street and I'll still be looking for my taco meat. And I swear, I hear still guitars rising in the air. I said, We'll sing now one more song about old San Antonio. Seemed like a dream now, it was so. That Clark, you can be just like a cook from the cold Well, I'm a-going home When the night is real, real still I swear I could hear a whippoorwill She knows there's music in the dirt down there country rain, it's a cleansing thing. all I have to do is see one I'm sitting in a shallow creek. Got nothing to do. I said the sing me one more song about old San Antone. It seemed like a dream. Now it was so long ago. Jerry Jeff walked the beach like a from the Two. The Arnie State Show. Call 775 right, 357
1: Uh We're going to do this segment and then call it a day because, yes, I am fucking pissed off. You want to know why I'm pissed off? Here's why I'm pissed off. It's no big deal that Bruce Springsteen gets off, off.02. I, I just want to put this into effect real quick. I got my DUI in 1996. Yeah. April 6, 1996, my net worth at the time was about, I don't know, $55. That was my net worth. Bruce Springsteen gets a DUI because the cops saw him drinking and then getting on his motorcycle. Bruce Springsteen's net worth is $500 million. You can't afford to have a fucking driver. Plaxico Burris. Not only shot himself in a club, but got a DUI like two years later. Just signed like an $18 million a year deal. And his team at the time, the New York Jets, the owner offered car services to everybody that went out. So there you go. That's why I'm pissed. Mr. Mr. Hard-Working American Man. And if you're one of the idiots that believes that Born in the USA is an American song, listen to the fucking lyrics. The man hates America more than fucking Iran. If Bruce Springsteen was on fire in front of me, I wouldn't waste my piss on trying to put him out. Now, I'm going to be pouring gasoline on him. So, yesterday, we came up with the topic of greatest debut albums. I was asked in an email who I th- who were my top ten greatest debut albums. Now, I've got an email here from, uh, let's see, Andrew. He sent me his email. Now, we can delete all this shit. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, on his list, I got to say, I, I don't mind this list. This isn't a bad list. Number 10, he has Depeche Mode. Okay. Uh, number nine, The Smiths. Number eight, Pain and Full, Eric B and Rock Him. Ooh, that's, that's old school hip hop right there. Talking head 77, Rage Against the Machine. Number five, Licensed Deal, The Beastie Boys. Great record. Number four, Push by Matchbox 20. That, that, I, I really did enjoy that album. Did not make my top ten. Kill 'em all by Metallica. Yep. That, that one could be on my list. Van Halen, Van Halen won. Fantastic record. As number one is Queen. Now, there are some people who I love as artists. Motley Crue is one of those bands that I love as an artist. Their first album wasn't that that good. So, what I'm doing is asking what your top ten debut albums will be. Braddy Kid left me hers before she went to work. Now, she has an honorable mention, and she's a jackass. Uh, Billy Ray Cyrus, really? So, no, no. Billy Ray Cyrus is not getting on anybody's lists. Uh, let's see. Uh, number ten, Dwight Yoakam, Guitars and Cadillacs. Great record. Sir, Mix-A-Lot. Swass. Mix-A-Lot Swass. Okay. Rascal Flats, Garth Brooks, Garth Brooks. Now, Garth Brooks' first record had the, uh, what, what did it have on there? Hold on a second here, let's see. I don't have it, I just have some songs from it. Oh, it had this one on there. If Tomorrow Never Comes was on there. Uh, yeah, it's a personal preference for Queen. Not their strongest, but Freddie can't be stopped. Yeah. Keep Yourself Alive is on that one. That was one of their first big songs. And you're right. Nobody can touch Freddie Mercury. When it it comes to voice and being the showman, Freddie was the greatest. David Lee Roth is a hell of a front man, but he doesn't have the voice. Madonna's Like a Virgin. Good record. Uh oh, Jesus! Taylor Swift, fuck that. And then really, this, this one's on there. Yeah, yeah, this is a joke, right? Adele, no, this was not on there. This was not on there. Hello. Yes, hello.
2: It's me. Yeah, I know it's you.
1: And your first album was terrible.
2: I
5: was You're awful.
1: No, if I, I don't want. To no, no, I don't want to meet.
5: You should like to meet.
1: Uh, Rat Burger, we supposed to send you your list. You can type your list in here. Oh, Olympus get three dollar bill, y'all. Mmm. Now, now that that one. It had two songs on there that were actually kinda hits. It had this one on there. It's a great song. Counterfeit. And it had this one. Top ten debut albums. Boom. Boom. Oh, I guess it would be nice. God, I got to see them, their first tour. Van's Warp Tour. Still one of my all-time favorite shows. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ogre has his top ten list. The Beatles. Uh, please, 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 uh, please. Please, please, please me. Guns and Roses. Appetite for Destruction. Boston, Boston. The Cure, Three Imaginary Boys, Joy Division, Unknown Pleasures, Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath, The Doors, The Doors, Duran, 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 Oingo Boingo, Only a Lad, R.E.M. Murmur. Good list. Very, very eclectic. Very eclectic list. A lot of people say, have rage on there. Do, do you have it on there because of this song right here? see my my personal criteria was it's got to have at least two giant songs on there Ratburger has rush number two Metallica kill them all yeah three guns and Roses appetite four kiss they just celebrated what like 50 years ago or 47 years ago that album was released Boston rage that one there the cars Van Halen van Halen Weezer and Elvis Elvis Can I play counterfeit on the next break? Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, ending uh, Braddy's list here, she has Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton, terrible. Kenny Chesney, In My Wildest Dreams. I uh, Now, funny story about Kenny Chesney. Kenny Chesney's first album came out a long, long time ago. And it had this song right here on it. This was his first ever Release. Song called Whatever It Takes. This is back when CMT still played videos. Well, hearts in the morning. I love that song. That to me is one of, the, that, that's Kenny Chesney. I think his greatest song. That and the Ten Man. And they were both on that album. And that album was originally released on Curb. Well, Curb unsigned him because he didn't sell worth his shit. And I'll never forget, I heard that song about two weeks before a planned trip back. I I was living in Reno at the time, and I came back to Texas, and I was like, dude. I told Tommy, I was like, dude, you got to check out this guy, Kenny Chesney. He goes, man, that dude's a fag. (laughs) And I fought him tooth and nail. (laughs) But later, Kenny Chesney turned into it, so I got to give Tom; It is a great first album. And uh, number one, Alabama. My home's in Alabama. Good record. Not not a not a horrible list. Not too bad. Yeah, I'm out on this. I'd only list Halsey and other songs from bands you hate, like A7X and FFDP. All right. So I'll start my list because uh, look, you guys can send in your lists. As I do this, I'm going to go through my list. I, I put together my list. I've got two honorable mentions. And I only have one country one in my in my entire thing. Uh, Adam J., Buenos Dias, amigo. How are you, my friend? We'll start with this guy right here. Uh, I got to see this, this concert he played here in Dallas at Cowboys. This album came out when I was still living here. Aaron Tippin. You got to stand for something. This was a country record. He didn't really make a lot out of his whole career, but this song, Now Daddy
2: Didn't Like Trouble.
1: But, he... but man, I love that record. I played that record fucking And when I say record, I mean CD. I wore that thing out. Went and saw him at Cowboys. I have, that was probably one of the drunkest nights I ever had. And hey, 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 I drove home. Woo-woo! Coop says, number one, appetite for destruction. Two, kill them all. Number three, license the BC Boys. Number four, oh, this is a good one. Jagged Little Pill, Lance Moore Number five, Nirvana Experience. Number six, Black Sabbath. Number seven, the Cars. Number eight, Van Halen. Number nine. Leonard Skinner, pronounced Leonard Skinnard. And number 10, Pearl Jam, 10. Good album. That's a good list. That's a very good list. Here's my other honorable mention. At the time, a friend of mine, we might call him, I, I, I will not call him his name, but he might be co-hosting the show tomorrow, was working at a uh, one of these super, like they sold movies, they sold records, they sold video games and stuff like that. It may or may not have pocketed this uh cassette <laughs> back in the day I wanted it but he wanted to give it to a girl but I opened it and he was pissed at me anyway but Clint black it, same year as Garth Brooks this uh, this Ooh, top 10 country albums that will be tough you were the, of all First time thing
2: that
1: i thought of when I thought of Great record. Killing time. If you want a good country record, that's a good one right there. That one will test. That will stand the test of time, that record. All this modern-day country bullshit, which I call, it's it's country R&B. It's either country R&B or country pop or country rap. That's uh, a top ten country I'll work on that this weekend Andrew I like that. that's a good idea. All right now time for my top 10. Okay. number 10 I I'll, I'll play the, the the song It came out in 1983 They really didn't have any albums I liked afterwards. But the Violent Films, by Violent Films, they had this one and added up on there. That's all we listened to, man. That was a great album, great, great album. Number 10, Uh, number nine on my list. Now this is the only country album on my list. I love George Strait. George Strait's number one straight country did not make my list. Even though there's songs on there I really, really like. Didn't make the list. Hank Jr. didn't make the list. But this guy who I'm actually seeing, uh, oh, geez, in March, right? Is it March we're going? I don't know when it is. I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's sometime soon. Uh, but this man right here. fucking awesome album guitars and Cadillacs love it love it a lot yeah who else who else didn't make my uh, like like Prince I didn't like Prince's first album I love 1999 that ain't his first record though Purple Rain ain't his first record though Now, Andrew, I'll have to be really specific about top 10 country. I will, I will have to put a rule in place. No greatest hits. I'll put that in place. No greatest hits. Greatest country song. Greatest country albums of all time. Okay. All right. Uh, next one on my list. They made a movie about this group. It was on the other night, which is kind of what inspired me to do this list. And it's this song right here in this you are album.
0: now about to witness the strength of street knowledge How can you go wrong with this record
5: Straight out of Compton, crazy motherfucker named Ice Cube, from the gang called Niggas with Attitudes. when I'm called off, I got a off. Sque-
1: that song was on there fuck the police dope man. That was the way to come out right there. Did anyone else stop what they were doing and clap to the violent films? I've almost crashed my car when that song came on. Yeah, I do the same thing when Deep in the Heart of Texas is on. Uh, when I got NWA straight out of Compton, I, my, my buddy Chuck, he drove to get it. Because I was like 17 at the time. He was 18, and they were being harsh on the, the advisory stickers. So he had to go in and buy the record, but we bought it. Man, we listened to that fucking thing for the next, like, six hours. Great record. Do people still play that song in public? Which one? The Violent Femmes or uh, Straight Outta Compton? I play Straight Outta Compton. I'll turn the radio up for that one. All right, next on my list. Number seven. Er, er yeah, I believe. You ready? Yeah! <laughs> if you don't have this album on your top debut lists, I don't know what the fuck yeah, y'all are saying. Yeah. License the Ill? Come on, now. Now, here... My... my, my did you stand up for Chuck? Yes, Chuck. That's public enemy. Uh, let's see. Okay. NWA Beastie Boys. Where's my number? Okay, number six. Number six. I was going to put Nevermind on my list, and I thought, mm, you know, I, I've never been a Nirvana fan. I just didn't like them. I'm not saying not saying – I don't say they suck. I just don't like them. It, it it's like the Beatles. I'm not a fan of the Beatles. That does not mean they suck. It means I just have different tastes than you. But this album right here, and and I looked up one of my favorite bands, Soundgarden. What was that called? Like Six for Dan or something? Their first album? Not that great. But there was another grunge band out of Seattle whose first album called Facelift gave us this song. Allison change facelift. Man, Lane Staley. Lane Staley had some fucking pipes. <laughs> MJ. And, Adam, I said that just for you because I know that you were listening. Oh, never mind. Wasn't their debut? Okay, good. I didn't fuck that up then. Adam uh, uh, J says, it just means you're wrong regarding the Beatles. <laughs> Bleach. I did not know that. Thank you, Ogre. And, Ogre, I know you're a big Nirvana fan. Or you were. Uh v. Coop says, to Nirvana will give you a headache. Look, I I ain't gonna I ain't gonna shit on Nirvana. I just wasn't a fan. I ain't gonna shit on. I mean, there's plenty of bands I will shit on. It, there, I, I have plenty of really shitty albums that people would shit on. That's fine. Now, this one, this is an interesting one here. This album came out in nineteen seventy five. Uh, I have one brother Lynch hung season of the sickness, Sycamede. I still listen to that album every week. Uh, they had something even before that. Hold on a second here. Hold on. Let me let me Google something here. uh sound debut album. Six Songs for Bruce. That was Soundgarden's first record. And it came out in... I don't know. I I looked at the track list, and I... No, it it was not. Uh, Yeah. 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 Ultra Mega came out in 1988. So this had to come out before then. Uh, Let's see. Why doesn't it say when this came out? Mm, Soundgarden released. 1984. Wow. Wow. All right. So there you go. Uh, All right. So, yes. uh, This album, though. The first international release for this band came out like a year later, not that good. This one and another, they released two of these in Australia at the same time. So this one right here, thank God it finally did get released everywhere because I don't know what we would do without this.
4: High voltage.
1: songs on there like TNT. Oh. By the way, the reason why that song is so important, if you've never seen Metallica before, and you're, 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 you're waiting to see them, and you got through whatever fucking band opened for them, and you're listening to the music inside the arena, and you're wondering, shit, man, when is this band going to come on? When you hear this riff, you know that Metallica is next. I love, I love ACDC. God almighty, they're a great band. All right, now, number four. I just recently got this T-shirt. It's one of my favorite records. I, I mean, I, honestly, all of these... I listened to, but this truly is one of the greatest records to ever be released, and it's simply called Kill Them All. It's had so many good songs on it. You can't go wrong with Metallica's Kill Em All. You, you, you just can't. Now, I, I like to have fun on this show, and sometimes I joke, and some people think this is a joke. It's not a joke. Nope. The band that I consider the greatest American rock and roll band of all time, their first album pronounced Leonard Skienard, had the song Simple Man on there, and it also had this song. If you don't have goosebumps right now, I I, I can't help you. Tommy would have Ogre says, I can't believe nobody has Millie Vanilli debut. Tommy would have it. Uh, What a band. What a band they are. All right. My final two. This is so tough for me. This is the... I could juggle these all day long. I really could, but I have to say that my number two, and it's say it's it's only by like a, a one one millionth of a percentage, is this one. <coughs> Van Halen won. I I ordered that album so many times on the uh, Columbia Music. Remember Columbia uh, Record House? You get the Sunday newspaper, you go to the parade. Uh, by, By the way, kids, a newspaper is something that used to be delivered every day, and Sunday was a big edition. And Sunday had special little things in there like the Parade Magazine. I didn't want the Parade Magazine. I wanted the last page of the Parade Magazine. Yep. When I hear that intro, that organ, when you hear this, I get goosebumps because of Terry Gordy, Buddy, Buddy Roberts, and Michael P.S. Hayes. By the way, before I knew that Tommy was having surgery today, I, I wore my, my brother's shirt. He has one, too, and it just simply says, Bad Street, USA. Because, yes, the Fabulous Freebirds used to come out to that. Oh, well, I can tell you, look, Fabulous Freebirds came out to that. Kevin Von Erich came out to Stranglehold. Kerry Von Erich came out to uh, uh, Tom Sawyer by Rush. David Von Erich came out to uh, LaGrange by ZZ Top. Iceman King Parsons came out to We Are Family. Rock and roll Buck Zumhoff. These are all wrestlers, by the way, who later in life of uh, sexually assaulted his niece and now he's in prison so he's a scumbag but he came out to old time rock and roll. But yeah, my my, my number Van Halen, I ordered that album so many times. I've had so many copies of it. When you walk into my uh, my entryway oh Dave Co's calling. Dave Co, what's up brother?
3: Hey good morning Sunshine. How you doing
1: pal? I'm doing good I just
3: have a quick side question about music for you. Yes,
1: sir. I did that too
3: when I was young, like 12 or whatever. And I did the Columbia Records. I sent them, I believe I sent them 11 cents or something like that. No, you would
1: tape 40. a penny. You would tape a penny to the postcard. That's
3: what it was? Yeah. And they sent me 10 cassettes. Yeah. It, I got the. They had a big list of, of different albums that you could pick from. I picked Credence, and I don't remember what else I picked. Mm-hmm. But that, I, my main goal was to get Credence. And uh, you, the, the idea was that you, then you had to buy at full cost for a year, one a month or something like that.
1: You had to buy. I, I, see, I always was stupid and got vinyl because I had a record player. I, I didn't have a cassette player yet. So I always got this big box delivered with these vinyl records. And the rule was, if you open the box, you had to buy the album. And you had to buy, like, three albums a year. But it was a, it's such an exorbitant... It was, like, $14 for the album. Back when records were only, like, 6 or 7 bucks.
3: Well, how old were you?
1: I was probably 8 or 9.
3: Yeah, yeah. so it was around the same time. Because I was, like, probably 12,
1: 13 yeah. years
3: old. Yeah, yeah. Like but... I never
1: bought any of the other albums and there was never any repercussions. No. No. Oh oh dude uh, Dave Co. I joined Columbia Records so many times. I joined it once, my name was Arnie Ferrari. <laughs> I'm not kidding, that's a true story. My dad goes you know, My dad goes, Who in the hell is goddamn Arnie Ferrari? I go, That's mine, Dad. He goes, <laughs> that, that Oh Christ. teach like name. Yeah. He's like, Oh Christ, <laughs> now they're gonna send more of these goddamn records every month.
3: I didn't even think of doing that. Oh yeah, but awesome. Yeah. But I don't understand how they stayed in business because there had to have been just millions of kids taping a penny to a postcard. Oh yeah, and never following up and buying the other album.
1: I never knew. Look, all my friends did the exact same thing. Nobody bought the records.
3: Hilarious.
1: That's so funny. All right, well, Dave.
3: I didn't. I I was help, hoping you'd help me remember. Like maybe uh, there was some other thing that I'm missing. But no, that's straight up. That's what happened.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You tape the penny that's... to that to the little cutout in the back of the uh, parade magazine. You'd wait four to six weeks, or six to eight weeks. It was like between four and eight weeks, and then you'd forget about it. And all of a sudden one day you come home and there's this big box of music. It was fantastic.
3: Well, no wonder they're
1: not in business anymore. <laughs> no shit, right? <laughs> Have a great day, man. All right, friend. pal. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Columbia Records. Oh, fucking Columbia House. Fuck. I put them out of business. They only offered CDs when I signed up for Columbia House, and I think they were another company that did the same thing. Yeah, some other company got there, but yeah. I never did the CD one. Yeah, my dad. my dad put a stop to it. He's like, enough of this goddamn shit. You had to check, I don't want this one on the postcard every month if you didn't want it. Uh, But I did eight album requirement because I was afraid of getting arrested. Dumb kid, BMG was way cheaper. I knew a guy in high school who had uh, shit sent to a vacant house on his street and had so many accounts with Columbia House. Yeah, see, we knew how to do it as kids. We knew how to do it as kids. Now, my number one record tell you the story of how I got this. I got this record when I was 15 years old. I was visiting my uncle who lived in Huntington Beach. And uh, a friend of my parents had just left Texas. She was an actress and she moved to Los Angeles to pursue her acting career. She had been on a few Dallas episodes and she wanted to become an actress. So one day my uncle had to work, so uh, she came and picked me and my cousin up, and she took us to the lot, the, the, the lot where, where, like, Johnny Carson was being shot in Burbank. And we got to eat at the commissary, which is where Johnny Carson, and I was looking for, there was no celebrities around. I think everybody was on hiatus or something. And then she took us into the store there. She goes, you guys, and, and the store's prices were ridiculous. They were like $2 for cassettes, brand new cassettes. And I remember it was like from from the Burbank studio to Huntington Beach, it took about an hour, hour and 15 minutes to get there. And I had a Walkman in the car because I didn't want to listen to their music, and they were talking girl shit because my cousin was a girl, and, and this lady was, a uh, so they were talking. And I'll never forget, I I bought this record because everybody was talking about it. It was big talk on the streets about this record. My friends were talking about it, so I was like, fuck it, I'll get it. And there was one song, and I'm going to play that song. And I knew that song. I knew I had good ears at an early age because I listened to this song for an hour and a half straight. I mean, I listened to the first songs. I was like, okay, that's good. Then I fast forward to the next one. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. And then I heard this riff. (laughs) opinion not only is it the greatest debut album it is one of the greatest albums of all time and I mean I was loving this part I was like okay that's cool then I fast forward and then fast forward a little bit more like okay and then. When it goes really fast, appetite for destruction. To me, the the I, I I honestly, if I was on a deserted island, I could only take three records. Appetite would be one of them. George Strait, Greatest Volumes Hit or Greatest Hits Volume Two. I'd take that one. And I'd probably, it, the third one is always a toss up, but I think the third one I, I pick is The Joshua Tree. Oh, I wish The Joshua Tree was U2's debut album. Joshua Tree is still one of my favorite records. I still listen to it today. But these were all debuts. I believe Boy was U2's first album that they ever released. But man, oh man, it didn't get much better than that. So there you go. Now, tomorrow, uh, and, and uh, since Andrew asked, I, w- I will work on the 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 greatest country albums of all time. Whew, boy, that's going to be tough, man. That's going to be so hard. I I don't know if anything past 1990 will make it in my list. I doubt it. But uh, let me let me let me work on it. Well, Dave, Cole, I didn't say I hated you. You said I hate you too. Why why do you hate me? Now there's a lot of people that don't like the band U2. Look, Bono's a fucking asshole. Bono's a fucking. I'm not the world's biggest Bono guy, but I, that, I the Joshua Tree. I haven't really liked the U2 record in a long time. But the Joshua Tree, I, I, and I got to see that tour. I got to see the Joshua Tree tour. Oh, that's the other thing about Guns N' Roses. So Guns N' Roses put that record out, and then they went on this massive tour for like three years. And they played Texas Stadium. <clears throat> on my 18th birthday weekend, I had tickets to the show. NXS was opening. And I said, "No, nah, let's go out and get drunk." Have you listened to Co. Wetzel at all? No, I have not. Travis, may I, I'll try it. Country artist. I like Sturgill Simpson. A lot. I love Pat Green too. But uh, greatest albums of all time? Probably not going to be on there. <laughs> Dave Co says, "No, no, I love you." <laughs> uh, Douglas says, "I bet Jen agrees with you." LOL. Yes, Jen hates Guns and Roses. That's fine, look. That's all good. It's all good. But there you go. And thank you guys for your lists. Now, let's remember that tomorrow we will be doing, uh, whatchamacallit? Ooh, that looks good. Cookies and cream cone. Ooh, you got ooh! That's that's a new bluebell flavor. Holy shit! Well, I know what's for dinner tonight. I, I I'm eating it for you guys. Uh, did you see how politely I kept my mouth shut and played paradise? Yes, I did. I appreciate that. Uh, let's see. Oh, I gotta move this one. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's do the, oh, you, you want to see me lose my head? I'm going to lose my fucking head here. Now, now, let, let me start off with some good news. And I got to th- say, is Stackhar here? Stackar, where you at? You being quiet today? Would I not know any of your Bollywood artists? Stackhar did this, and, and I got to say thank you. He sent me, uh, he, he, he posted it on the page last night and tagged me in the post, and I was not ready for this. I'm very excited to announce. Are you ready? The greatest TV show of all time that ended way too soon with so many unanswered questions. The drama hit on Showtime, Ray Donovan. Will return with a feature-length film. I I I I don't even know what to say. I'm so excited right now. Oh, I I almost started crying. I was so happy last night. They ended the season. Just ended. That, That they had so many things that they needed to answer. And they didn't. But Lee Schrival will return as Ray Donovan and will co-write the script with series showrunner David Hollander. John Voight's going to be there. Uh, Ray's daughter Bridget's going to be there. Probably going to be out in another year or so, year and a half. They're going to start filming later on this year. I am so excited. And I just can't hide it. Gentleman's Relish everywhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I was like the fucking Bellagio last night. Doug says, I think I'm behind the season on Ray Donovan. Look, and I, I'm, I'm saying Ray was my, my probably my favorite show, drama show of all time. And, but Yellowstone is coming up quick. Yellowstone is right there behind it. Seven amazing seasons of Ray Donovan, and Showtime said, you know, we're not going to make any more. So now they're going to make a movie. I cannot wait. Cannot wait. When are they saying it's coming out? Let's see. Uh, Let's see. Film picks off where it left off. Oh. Anything else? They're not saying. I guess it starts filming later on this year. So there you go. So Ray Donovan is coming back. Thank the Lord above. Now, I've got a story just for Tommy tomorrow that I found this morning. I'm not even going to tell you what it is. You'll probably see it in the news today, and you'll be scratching your head. I just can't wait to get Tommy on the show with it. Now, but this story, I I don't know if I could be more upset or hate an actress or act uh, uh, just everything about this. Are you ready? Here's the headline. You ready? This headline. <coughs> this headline might be enough to cause you to do some hate crimes today. I'm I'm just saying it. It could. That African American Charlize Theron, she is, wants to replace Bruce Willis as the lead character in a lesbian remake of Die Hard. I'm letting you just drench yourself in that. Bathe yourself in that. Charlize Theron wants to replace Bruce Willis as the lead in a lesbian remake of Die Hard and then says, it's a great idea. Uh... Hey, Charlize.
4: You big dummy.
1: Uh, I, I, there are so many drops I could play for you. He has all three major kinds of retardation.
3: Uh oh, retard alert! <phone> retard <rings> <phone rings> alert!
1: <phone rings> I, I I don't I, hold on. Say, let's see. Um.
3: Hey, I got an idea. Why don't you just kiss my left nut?
1: That ain't hey, Charlize. Yes, she is white trash. Yep. Hillbilly. She is. She is.
2: No offense, but you are a stupid asshole. Mm hmm.
1: Yeah. What else? What What else you want to call Charlize Theron?
2: You are a smelly pirate hooker. Why don't you go back to your home on Whore Island?
1: Mm hmm. I agree. Go back to your Yeah, go back to Whore Island. What the fuck do you want? Yeah, I, I mean, and Charlize?
4: You are an
1: idiot! <laughs> a- anything else? Uh, this is actually her doing it how do I think the movie will be Fecies!
0: Fecies! Fecies!
1: but here's the question everybody's asking ah! Uh uh, 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 just... And you're an idiot. Yeah, yeah. Charlize?
4: Don't you mouth off to me or I'm gonna slap you right in your penis.
1: Mm-hmm. Ah. <sighs> hey, oh, you wanna try to call me out? I'm
3: your
0: huckleberry.
1: you damn right I am. I'll just tell you that right now. I guarantee tea.
0: I guarantee
1: Maybe I could call her agency and they'll say
2: no, he's not retarded
1: (laughs) Charlize
5: what are you doing here today?
4: And you motherfuckers need Jesus
1: (laughs) Yep. Charlize you make this this what could happen to you and your adopted child
5: live in a van down by the river.
1: And Charlize. I
5: wish you could just shut your big yapper.
1: I'm going to go to her adopted kid and go I can
5: go to your mama's and start a small fire in her panties.
1: I am, I am so heated at this. Th- th- this is the worst idea I have ever heard in my 49 and almost a half years on this planet. I'll say it right now, and this is not going to be popular. This idea is just as bad as slavery. I'll say it. I said it. There it is. There's it. There it is. Yeah, I'm going to be totally canceled for that remark. I don't care. I don't care. I would rather go to Florida, cover myself in chum, and jump into their shark-infested waters than to see the lesbian remake of Die Hard starring Charlize Theron. Who
4: thinks this is a good idea? Not it. You're Out was the
1: first, uh, what the actual fuck? Alicia sounds, that sounds horrible. Sure, that's gonna flop. Oh. Who's supposed to play Hans Gruber? Oh, some lesbian chick. Stop, just stop, stop the remake, stop the, 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 ah, Stop! Um, she's not welcome on Whore Island. Well, there, there it is, Charlize Theron. You are not welcome on Whore Island. Why not make a movie very similar to Die Hard? Just call it something different. Like, Die Flaccid? I, I mean, uh, Die Wet? Is that what it's going to be? Die Wet? Fucking love the Chris Farley bites. Yeah, so do I. Any lesbian scenes in it? That might turn it around. No, I do. Well, oh, Wendy Williams could play Hans Gruber. No, she couldn't. Amy Schumer. Oh, for fuck's sake! Look, look. I've had this conversation on the show before. Before we even get into the remake part, let's. Uh, 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 uh. Can we just stop with the action movies starring only chicks? Look, I I understand women are powerful, women can be strong, they can serve in the military. But it, it it's like the girl wrestlers, man. That it, it no, this is guy land. Stupid action movies are for guys. No lesbian scenes are allowed with Amy Schumer. Amen to that. I think if you're you're onto something with the title "Die Wet," that'll just sell itself. Is this going to become a whole franchise where they just do all of them? Who's she going to get, Wanda Sykes, for part three to play Sam Jackson's character? I am so uh, look. Charlize Theron has made a, a few of these chick action movies. Hey, hon, Atomic Blonde was a flop-a-rooney. That's why your next action movie went right to Netflix. Nobody wants to see it. Jennifer Lawrence did what? Red Swallow? Red Sparrow? Red, red I, I don't know. Something red. Red shit. Flop-a-rooney. And that was in the middle of her winning Academy Awards. What we really need to do is, is recast his jaws. Get rid of that KKK shark. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah see, the, the Ogre, you went too far. No, nope, so we got to change the name because it's too close to Jews. But, but I, I'm just here to tell you, man. I, I, look, I, I, I'll ask. I, I'm gonna ask real quick, and I I want honest answers. Please give me honest answers. Do y'all enjoy the chick action movies? There's no nudity. There's no fucking lesbianic shit going on. Do you guys do you guys enjoy them? Uh, or or even buy them? to where I don't even buy the premise. So uh, do you enjoy the chick action movies? Fist says, I like Kill Bill, but that's about it. I like some girl action flicks, others not so much. Brown Eyes Blondes was a great action movie. I've never even heard of it. And I guarantee you I've seen more movies than you have. Travis says, fuck no. Most action movies in general suck, so the occasional good chick action movie is fine with me. I actually enjoyed the hell out of Atomic Blonde because of 80s nostalgia. Okay. If they're entertaining and the movies are supposed to be entertaining, not believable. They aren't even entertaining, though. But but really, but, uh, come on now. Come on. Let, 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 let's, have, let's have a sit down with Jesus and Arnie, shall we? Where a chick action star, let's say she's cha- trained by the CIA, and she's going up against a guy, a Russian, a big fucking Russian dude, who was trained by the KGB? You really think she's going she gonna to win that fight? She ain't going to win that fight, but every time she wins a fight for some reason. I know we have to suspend our disbelief for most of the movies, but there are certain things you can't. You just can't go, no. So at least they're on, who's what? 5'8", and then she puts on heels to make her 6'4"? takes on some six-foot-eight Russian guy and beats him up? Ain't gonna happen, man. Ain't gonna fucking happen. Uh, Christopher says, I do. I don't care the gender of my heroes in movies. Well, aren't you a woke bastard this morning? Uh, I would say chick-oriented action movies, no. No. But I've enjoyed films with strong female leads like Terminator 2. I can buy Terminator 2. I can buy Film and Louise like you're out of saying. I can buy Vigilante. I can buy women shooting and killing people. What I can't abide by is this when they whoop ass, and I mean they're karate and they're jujitsuing people all up and down. That's right, I just made jujitsu a fucking verb. That is how good I am at broadcasting. No, Dave Coe, I don't mean superhero girl movies. I mean, like, action movies. Like, you know, this gal was in Special Forces, and I, I just have to, the first thing in my head just... <laughs> oh, no, she wasn't. Uh-uh. <laughs> Imagine if Taken was remade with a chick, hiding in the broom closet, because men don't do any housework. Yuck, yuck. Okay, that, that's a great one. Let's look at taken. Where it's not Liam Neeson, the worst parent in, a, in the world. Honey, hide under the bed. They're going to take you. Huh? A mother would never say that. So now the son is getting kidnapped in the broom closet by, by evil women. I don't believe action movies with Tom Cruise jumping off of moving objects are entertaining. It would be the same. Oh, yeah. Look, Tom Cruise is a female. I don't buy Look, unless he's in a plane and his name is Pete Mitchell and his handle is Maverick. Then if you say something bad about the movie, then I'm just going to slap you. I like the Aliens. She had a gun. Bridget Fonda Point and No Return. Good movie. Mm-hmm. Alicia says, I love Marvel movies. Wasn't your favorite Marvel movie, Captain Marvel, with that awesome Bree Larson? Because you 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 guys are pals. You and Bree. Dave Co. G.I. Jane was lame. G.I. Jane was a fucking lie. A very dear friend of mine was, was actually at Camp Pendleton down in San Diego when that was being filmed. Say that to a Navy sail, sail that, I always, Every time I call him, I was like, fuck, G.I. Jane was just on. I was thinking about you. He's like, oh, fuck you, Arnie. Then that means uh, every Tom Cruise movie sucks since he's legally a little person. Not everyone. Well, hey, fighter pilots are little people. It's going to tell you that right now. Take Top Gun out of there. You wash your mouth out with soap right now, Christopher. Oh, my God. Oh, Ogre, you're banned. We've already had an action movie about a homosexual dwarf in a plane. It was called Top Gun. How dare you? How fucking dare you? <laughs> Alicia says, Motherfucker, we're going to fight. Fuck Brie Larson. She's your favorite actress, though. You love Marvel movies, she's Captain Marvel. And by the way, can we get somebody that we we can kind of believe, at least? Oh, okay, I'll give in. I I'll, I'll I'll take my Y chromosome and sit down and be quiet. Can we at least make it halfway believable? And get like Gina Carano to star in shit. Don't bring up, don't bring up fucking what's-her-name. I'll tell you this right now. If you bring up that fucking ugly-ass Ronda Rousey, you lose all credibility. They wanted to remake Roadhouse with her? No. No. I will Jay and Silent Bob that shit. I will go out to Hollywood, steal an orangutan, and stop the production of Roadhouse with anybody it with anybody, period, especially Ronda Rousey.
5: Roadhouse.
1: You don't remake it. And let's talk about these remakes. Recast El Torino with Betty White. By the way, I'm glad you brought that up, V. Coop. You know the you. We all saw Grand Torino, right? With with Clint Eastwood. Well, the little dude that played. Uh, what was, what was his name? His little buddy, little Asian fellow, the Hamong kid. Has come out and said he wants to distance himself from that movie. Because that movie is nothing but full of hate and horrible stereotypes for Asian people. Hey, hey, as they would say in the movie, Zipperhead. Shut the fuck up. Toad. Yeah, Toad has come out. And he has just eviscerated the movie. I'm just I, look. If you haven't seen Gran Torino, this is how much. I, and, I, and I'll say this right now: Dad saw Grand Torino, and it made re- him really think about his time in Korea because that's what the movie was about. It was about a Korean veteran who lived in in Detroit. In the area that he had lived in, he'd lived in for like 40 years, and that the neighborhood was changing. Now, a bunch of Hmong people or Hmong people were living there, and he hated them because he was an old racist dude. He tells a joke in the VFW that's still one of my favorite jokes I've ever heard. A black guy, a Jew, and I don't know, you want to throw in somebody else, walking to a bar. Uh, a black guy, a Jew, and a Mexican walk into a bar. Andrews says, get the fuck out. It's a great joke. But the movie is about how a man tries to right the wrongs in his life because he thinks the, the wrongs are the all the killing that he had to do when he was fighting in Korea. And now he stands up for these people. And look, look this movie is a great representation of just how racist or how ignorant, and I don't use the word ignorant to mean anything disrespectful or mean. It just means we don't know about Asians in general. If you were to line up all the Asians in a room, the different Asians, the Japanese, Chinese, Vietnamese, Korean, Hmong, we... The average American could not tell them apart. Now is that racist? Some say, oh absolutely. And there's a line in the movie where he's talking to Toad, and he goes he goes, when are you gonna get that girl's number? That girl left with click clack and, <laughs> and Charlie Champ. It was a great movie, and if you haven't seen it, spoiler alert man gives up his life so these people can live their life safe. It's a great movie, and this guy says, distance yourself. I'm distancing myself from it. Fuck you, you fucking twat bag. (laughs) Alicia says, fuck Brie Larson and her entitled ass with a spiked cue ball. No lube. Ogre says the only supervillain Brie Larson had to fight was my smiling. (laughs) Oh, I did like Brie Larson in King Kong because she wore a tight tank top the whole time. Douglas, I don't get it. I don't get the Scarlett Johansson thing. I've never gotten it. She looks like Nemo the fish. Black Widow defeats her enemies with crotch smell, yeah. What about every Jet Li, Jackie Chan, Bruce Lee, and Donnie Yen movie? All those guys are only 5'4". Well, you know what? After seeing Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where where Brad Pitt's character is talking to Bruce Lee, And he throws him like a sack of potatoes against a car. Kind of made me think about Bruce Lee. Look, Bruce Lee was a karate man. He would karate the shit out you. These other guys would too. But but you're getting punched by a guy who's 5'4", 130 pounds. Now, if you're 5'5", 150 pounds, it might hurt. If you're 6'2 and weigh over 200 pounds like me, maybe I've taken craps bigger than them. I don't know. That movie is loved among among all of us. I still love when Derek Lewis beat Travis Brown, his post-fight interview in the cage. He was like, hey, where's Rhonda's fine ass at? He beats her man. What's he going to do, fight and lose again? That's funny. Didn't we learn about remaking Patrick Swayze's movies with Red Dawn? You know what? By the way, everybody just get up on your feet right now. Sawyer's dad. You know what? This might make my fucking what clogs my toilet today. It's a new series I'm starting on TikTok. What clogs my toilet today? Remakes of classic movies that we know are going to suck. Red Dawn with Chris Hemsworth. Fuck that one. Wolverines! Charlie Charlie Sheen, Thomas Howell, and, and Patrick Swayze, and the chick with the big schnoz from Dirty Dancing. That was a movie. Toad obviously missed the whole point of that movie, yeah. My favorite part was when he he said, hey, give me some of that good gook food. (laughs) See? Gran Torino was a stunning deconstruction of the old-school American male and all the hang-ups and prejudice built into the expectation. He learns to be a father to Tao because he failed his own sons and grows. Even in his old age, I absolutely love Gran Torino because it's an honest and it makes you think about your own prejudices. It does. It made my dad. Didn't change my dad. It made him think. <laughs> he was still the same fucking racist asshole. Sorry, bro. I have had a thing for Scarlet since the movie The Island. That's okay. I loved Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Great movie. But the, the jury's still out for me on that one. I still don't know. Bruce Lee was asked if he would fight Muhammad Ali, and he said, Hell no. Ali was so fast and big, it would be an ass whooping. Yeah. I'm sorry, Dad. I bequeath Listener of the Day to you, sir. You know what? I, for the first time ever, for the first time ever, ladies and gentlemen, co listeners of the day. <laughs> So what does this biatch have to say about this? Uh, She said, it's a great idea. It's brilliant. No, no, it's not. Uh, It's actually probably the stupidest thing I've ever heard of about a lesbian remake of Die Hard. She says, quote, the fact that it would be two women. I was like, yeah, sign me on right now. Well, well, who's she going to fight? Drew Barrymore? Is she going to take on Lucy Lou. Next thing you know, they're going to make remake Ghost with Pete Davidson. You can remake Ghost. That's a chick flick. You go ahead and remake that. Don't fuck with next to Ken. If you fuck with next to Ken, I'll slap you. I'll slap you to where your underwear fell off. Because nothing is greater than Liam Neeson's Kentucky accent. Mm, I really hope they never remake Ghostbusters. It will flop harder than a hard cock that sees Leah Dunham's cuttlefish. Oh, wait. Yeah, isn't that weird that they remake? Look, hey, Charlize. <laughs> Hashtag Ghostbusters. By the way, this new one that's coming out next year is going not to be that good either. I'm just telling you right now. But remaking it with an all-female cast? Now, come on. It's like Ocean's 8. They remade the Ocean movie again with all chicks. Now, come on, man. I mean, even Joe Biden. Come on, man. Now, if they came out with a Die Hard movie with a chick, but the Die Hard is D batteries, I'm listening, Dave Coe, you perv. But wait, wait, when is Hollywood going to realize they can't just go? Oh, well, we gotta. We'll just we'll just change the uh, the recipe up a bit. I have a remake to do with women. Deliverance. Yeah, that one ain't getting remade. By the way, there's another actor. You go after any of his fucking movies. You try to remake. I'm telling you right now. I, I, I know that I threaten a lot of violence on this show. But I'm telling you. I'm telling you the truth. There, there, there are three movies that you can't touch. Roadhouse, of course. Smokey and the Bandit. If you think about remaking that, and John Schneider's got some kind of fucking video out where he's driving some kind of Trans Am and he's doing shit. No, uh, uh-uh. uh, no, John Schneider, I love you as Bo Duke, but that's your Bo Duke. You, you, you are, you are not Bo Darville. Jerry Reed's not even alive anymore. Any which way but loose. You can't remake that. can't make that. No. Uh-uh. Make that with a chick. No. 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 And the third movie? Don't even try to come and do, redo Urban Cowboy. I, I swear to God. I swear to God. Everybody associated. It's like that movie American Me with, with Edward James almost. The Mexican mafia actually killed people that were part of that movie. You got Danny Trejo does an interview about it. Dan, Danny Trejo pretty much saved Edward James almost life Cuz he showed things that they say did not happen in prison to the leader of the Mexican mafia. I don't know if it but but it made him look bad and I'm just telling you right now. Some people who made that movie died. I'm telling you right now. I don't care if it's set at fucking Billy Bob's in Fort Worth. That's where the killings spree will start. Oh, you're the director of this movie? I'll pull a Denzel. I'll get a corkscrew and put it right there in that, that part right under your chin, right between your, your chin and your neck, that gullet area. Dave Coe, sorry, everyone. I got to go. Have a great day. Arnie. Hey, you too. Uh, Chick Smokey and the Bandit would be six hours long because the Bandit gets lost in the first five minutes and Smokey will do nothing but call for backup. <laughs> Remake Knight Rider with a female kit that never talks because she's giving the silent treatment or she doesn't shut up. When did Hollywood start shitting the bed so much? Everything's a remake. Nothing's new. No new ideas. Look, I'm excited about this movie called Nobody Coming Out, starring Bob Odenkirk, Saul from Better Call Saul. I'm excited about it, but all it is is like, kind of like John Wick 4. It's a regular guy. Who whoops ass. But then we find out he's trained by the mob, and okay. Well, that's that's John Wick. I mean, I'm excited about it, but it's the same premise. You can't tell me every premise has been done. There ain't near enough fucking movies about radio. Christopher says, my final four list of unremakeable movies. Number four, The Terminator. Number three, Star Wars. Number two, Airplane. And number one, Godfather. Airplane, they couldn't touch with the 10-foot pole. They couldn't do it because of woke society. I mean, if Coca-Cola is busy firing polar bears because they're too white, they are not going to remake that movie. Godfather, shit. Y- yeah, you better not touch that. You know, Burt Reynolds was was originally wanted to be cast as Michael. I'm not making that up. Marlon Brando said that if Burt Reynolds got the part, he would walk. True story. Uh, They could make the Goonies with Garrett Busey, Nick Nolte, and Amanda Bynes and call it the Loonies. I think anything with Gary Busey in it is gold. Cause, and you know what? I wouldn't even give him a script. Gary, you just ad-lib. Remake the movie Radio with AOC. She won't have to act retarded. Yeah, but they're going to have to file down her teeth because her teeth are too big. This This idea of remaking everything. I mean, come on. You want to remake Die Hard? Really? You want to make remake Die Hard with lesbians? Maybe get Maya Rudolph in there to be a bad guy. Okay, uh, Alicia has an honest question. Honest question. Why are movies like John Wick entertaining? But if you were to create that movie and it be a female, let's call it Joan Wick, it's crap. Not trying to be a dick, but I'm curious. Okay, I will give you an honest answer. Because first and foremost, I don't think John Wick... You go to a movie and you have to suspend your disbelief, right? Half the shit that John Wick pulls off you sit there and go, that shit could never happen. Like he kills a guy with a pencil. Okay, now if I'm saying that in my own head about Keanu Reeves doing it, if you were to cast a woman in there, it to me, it's just even more. Oh God. And by the way, who's the movie for? I'll ask you, ladies, let me ask you a a real question here. Do you truly enjoy action movies? No, no, no. Do you truly enjoy it? You're not trying to make your your boyfriend happy or anything like that, or you're not just watching it because it's his turn to watch movies. Do you truly enjoy action movies? (laughs) Douglas uh, answered, Alicia, I think it's because it seems forced. Ogre says, the gun action in John Wick is considered the most accurate depictions and sounds in modern cinema. I agree. I agree. But there are other scenes where he does whoop people's asses. I just, I, 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 I don't buy it. Anna just texted, let's see. Uh, I, love, uh, I love horror. Uh, yes, I love action. I love horror movies, too. Okay. Uh, let's see, a lesbian John Wick would be called John Lick. Sassy Pammy says she likes action movies. Uh, Ogre says, Alicia jokes aside, I have zero problem with action movies with women. I have loved quite a bit of them, okay? Look, I, I know that this is my shortcoming. I understand. I, I get it. This is a cross that I'll have to bear. Uh, as much as I agree with you, that's so unlikely any human can do it. I just find it interesting as a social experiment that women roles aren't liked. I love action movies, and if Joan Wick was the original, it wouldn't bug me at all. All right. Uh, I'll I'll say this right now. If it was Joan Wick, I wouldn't have seen it. Now, now here's a great example. I have never seen any of the Bourne movies. Do you know why? I do not buy, uh, what's the name? Uh, who's the lead character? Oh, Matt Damon. I don't buy Matt Damon as a badass. I just don't. I can't. He's the guy that does numbers and likes apples. I cannot buy Matt Damon as an action hero. I I just can't. Uh, let's see. Doesn't matter what the lead role was. I, I hate, low the remakes. Doesn't matter what the gender lead role was. Okay, I, I'm, look, I'm, I'm there too. I have to see a lot of this shit to save you guys from seeing it. Ogre says, for instance, I honestly love the Hunger Games series and had no problem with Jennifer Lawrence in an action role. Okay? I thought it was stupid because the guy was throwing sacks of fucking powder around or sacks of weed around. That was his superpower. She was real good with a bow and arrow. So she was like Hawkeye from the Marvel Universe. The shittiest Marvel character there is. Hawkeye. Killing a man with a pencil by a woman is very possible. The movie Dear John is proof. I watched that because I thought it was something about the military and found out wrong. Douglas says, "Thank you for your service, Arnie. Yeah, I look, man. There's a lot of shit I watch, so y'all don't have to. I, and I've done that my entire career, and I and I try to save you guys from fucking wasting your time and your money on shit movies. For example, uh, that that." Unhidden or hidden gems? That fucking Adam Sandler movie that came out a couple years ago. That oh, Adam Sandler's so great. No, that movie sucked. The The Shining Part Two. Fucking Christ, was that an abortion? With the dude from Train Spotting, he was in that. That was garbage. I did watch the first episode of The Equalizer with Queen Latifah Stackar, and that was dog shit. Don't we have a movie tonight? Is there a movie tonight? I don't think we have a movie tonight. Hold on a second. Let's see. Jessica Jones was a good action film. Uh, never, I don't think I saw it. I don't think we got anything. Hold on a second. Let's see if anything comes out this weekend. No, I'm not seeing. And Tom and Jerry doesn't fucking count. No, I'm not going to see Tom and Jerry. Land crisis, Jesus! No, no, they're releasing shit on Fridays now. Tom and Jerry, Judas and the Black Messiah, Crisis, The Little Things. By the way, there's a movie that sucked, The Little Things. God damn, that was terrible. News of the World. I, I'm just. I, well, there's another one, where where Tom Hanks saves a little mute girl or whatever in the Wild West. And I'm supposed to believe that Tom Hanks is a tough guy? Come on, now. That would be like saying I could play an anorexic in a movie. No, we don't have a movie this week. Uh, let's see. Uh, A.O.B. Same every time my husband and I went to see the Bourne movies, I fell asleep in the theater. I, just, I, I could never buy it. I could just not buy it. Uh, oh, I just can't believe her in a rule uh, role as a badass, okay? Yeah, Queen Latifah. Man, seeing that the, the trailer for the Queen Latifah equalizer? Look, I know that I don't run fast, and I wouldn't want a camera on me when I was running. Queen Latifah looks like she's chasing after the ice cream man when she runs. Christopher says, I agree with you that Matt Damon isn't a badass. The Bourne movies still work because the character isn't a killer because he's big and strong. He's deadly because you don't see him coming, and he knows numbers and is very smart. (laughs) Queen Latifah bursts through the wall and goes, oh, yeah. I saw a funny picture the other day, a funny cartoon, and the big bad wolf was paying off the Kool-Aid guy, and it showed the three little pigs in the brick house. That was funny. Only movies I'm looking forward to in the next few months is King Kong vs. Godzilla and Mortal Kombat. I'm not a Mortal Kombat guy. I really never played the game. So I know it's going to be big. I, too, am looking forward to King Kong and Godzilla. You know what? Let's do this. Let's see. Let me get my Fandango app out. All right. Movies. Coming soon, release date. All right. There's some basketball movie about an Asian kid coming out next week called Boogie. Uh, I don't know if it's about Jeremy Lin, but it I, I can't buy that one. Uh huh. There's a horror movie called Out uh, Dreamcatcher coming out next week, Friday, March twelfth. Let's see, anything good? Long Weekend, that looks like a chick flick. The Waiting, another horror movie. Insight, looks like a karate film. Not good. Friday, March 19th, The Courier, starring Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke's another one. Top Gun 2 comes out on my 40th birthday. July the 2nd. I'll be in Nashville seeing the band Alabama, so I will be seeing Top Gun Two: Colon Maverick in Nashville. Uh, what else comes out that weekend? Movie called Last Call with uh, the guy who played Ari, Jeremy uh, Pitt, Jeremy Piven, Jeremy Piven. That looks like a comedy coming out. Doesn't look that good. Friday, March 26th. Oh, they moved the, the date back up. Nobody, starring Bob Odencourt, comes out. All right, I'll be happy about that. Wednesday, March 31st, Godzilla versus King Kong. I'm excited about that one. Only moves on, uh see see, uh, when she's on the motorcycle. I like that bike, can't go that fast. Okay. Mortal Kombat comes out April 16th. Now we're starting to get into them. Well, actually, no, we're not. Friday, May 7th, Black Widow. I'm probably going to end up seeing it because it's a Marvel movie, but I really don't want to see it. Ryan Reynolds has a movie called Free Guy coming out where he's a video game character in a video game world. I've seen the previews for it. I don't know. Friday, May 28th, Cruella comes out, starring Emma Stone. So, you know, it's not going to be sexy at all because she doesn't know how to be sexy. Along with Fast Nine. Fast and Furious Nine, baby. Woo! Dog shit. Dog shit. What the hell is this? Oh. No, no, not going to see that. There's a movie called 83 coming out. It's a movie about cricket. No, no, not 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 the bugs. I ain't talking about I, I ain't talking about like when Dave Co where, where the hell is it? Where's the damn sound effect? Now you're killing my fucking joke. Oh there it is. Like when Dave Co makes a bad joke. This is about the game cricket, which by the way I still don't understand. For all you parents out there, Peter Rabbit 2, (laughs) Electric Boogaloo, comes out Friday, June 11th, Friday, June 25th, Venom, the new Venom movie comes out, okay, I'll probably, even though the first Venom kind of sucked, and then Friday, July 2nd, Minions, The Rise of Gru, at No, uh uh-uh. Maverick, colon, Top Gun. Cannot wait. Stacker says, I'm Indian. I don't understand cricket. It's the weirdest fucking game. The game can last anywhere between three hours and three days. That's no joke. Three straight days. Friday, July 16th. Oh, you don't like remakes? Oh, you're going to hate this one, because, and I will not see this one. Space Jam, A New Legacy. You know what that is, that right there? Hey, 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 LeBron. LeBron.
4: You big dummy.
1: You are not Michael Jordan. I, I need, where, where's Maury? Maury, did he take the test? You are not. Michael Jordan. And you never, ever will be. Oh, well, I thought Top Gun comes out on July 22nd. No. That toilet sound was perfect. Yeah. Uh, Jungle Cruise comes out. This is the next movie that, well, after Fast and Furious that The Rock is in. This is a remake of a movie with, like, Humphrey Bogart back in the day. Don't look that good to me. Suicide Squad comes out August 6th. They're finally going to release the uh, Aretha Franklin biography, Respect, on August 13th. The Kingsman prequel, and they did a prequel because the star of that who played fucking, uh, what's it name, Rocket Man. Why am I fucking drawing a blank with names today? I might see Jungle Cruise because I dig the Disneyland ride and The Rock can be funny. Okay. I'm a Lakers fan, but I'm not going to watch it. Sorry. No, no, no. Space Jam should uh, not be made. No, it shouldn't. Why can't I think of Elton John? Elton John, yes. The guy who played him, who was in the original two Kingsman movies, is not doing this one. This one's got Ralph Fiennes. So now I'm supposed to believe that Ralph Fiennes can kick anybody's ass? The the remake of Candyman comes out August 27th. Oh, my bo- My Birthday. Wow, look at that. My Birthday, A Quiet Place Part 2 comes out i not going to see that shit. Well, uh, I, I probably, I, I didn't mind A Quiet Place 1. That wasn't too bad. I want to see a prequel Debbie Does Dallas about Mr. Greenfield now he got his sporting Goods tour. Adam J says, how the fuck can they remake Space Jam? No one knows who the Looney Tunes are anymore. It'll be SpongeBob or something retarded. Yeah, I agree. Stinkfish says, I want to see Space Jam only because Clay Thompson's in it. Has anyone heard about the movie The Marksman? Well, let's see if I can get to it. Uh, The Many Saints of Newark comes out Friday, September 24th. That is the prequel to The Sopranos. There's another Dune movie coming out. Get ready for that. The Addams Family. October 1st. Boy, the Addams Family Two, and Dune. Finally, No Time to Die comes out twenty uh, October 8th. Nah, then we got to wait. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Boy, that looks terrible. November 11th. Mission Impossible 77 comes out November 19th, I have not liked any of the Mission Impossible movies. They're just, they're, they're, to me, they're crap. Morbius comes out January 21st, 2022. The Batman with Robert Pattinson. Come on now. Robert Pattinson, really? That's in March of next year. What? Wait, what, what movie? Wait, where's Christopher? The Marksman. Hold on. Let's see. Let, let let me check this out. The Marks. Oh, this is the one. Oh, it's already come out. It's got Liam Neeson in there. He plays a, a vigilante in this one, too. I hadn't seen it. I won't see it. Jordan Peele is going to make Candyman all confusing. There you go. There's a list of all the movies. Man, this is going to be a shit movie year. Ah, dog. Okay. No, get rid of that. Hey, hold on. Oh, Puma Street Style Remix. Let's see. Oh, suck. Those are terrible. No, I don't want any of those. Go ahead and delete all that shit out. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna go for about another 15 minutes. Not feeling that good. Uh, let's see. Uh, Candyman will be about how evil white people are. Probably. All right. Oh, I gotta do that. Yeah, that'll be the last story I do here. Uh, I'll do these two stories here. I'll end with these two. Now look. As Chris Rock once famously said, he doesn't agree with O.J., what O.J. did, but he can understand. I feel the same about this lady. Police have released a photo. By the way, great photo. She's got a mask on. Why would you release a photo? By the way, if she, she's got a white mask on. So, hey, lady, get a black mask and nobody will fucking recognize you. This happened in Manhattan over the weekend at a subway station. (laughs) I know I shouldn't be laughing, and I'm going to go to hell for it. I don't care. And So the train, it was going last weekend, just minding its own business, and a lady had her two-year-old sitting on her lap on a northbound C train. When the incident occurred. Oh, wow. You got to do this music. Todd was sitting there. A female beggar on the train started asking people for money. Then got too close to the mother who told the beggar, Hey, you need to stay six feet away from me. The beggar ignored it. Continued by stepping on the mother's left foot. The mother said, Hey, why are you stepping on my foot? Can you please can you please keep your distance? Well, this lady wasn't having any of it, and she cold cocked the fucking kid. She punched the two-year-old. Good God! There's no video of it. I wish there was video of it. There's video of it. I might not have my pants on right now. The boy had redness to the face and was taken to a nearby hospital to be treated. For redness? Doctor, my child has redness. (laughs) What is redness? The 21-year-old mother uh, told the New York Post, quote, nobody even tried to help me. I yelled, someone help me. Take the baby. But no one did anything to help. Yeah, because they don't like your ass getting on a fucking train with a two-year-old lady. It wasn't a two-year-old. It was Kevin Hart. Oh, man. Oh, that is, I mean, it's so wrong. It is so absolutely wrong. Someone's about to catch a... And much more. Uh, Peel said he'd only cast black actors for the lead of his movies. Imagine if a white director said the same with white actors. Douglas. 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 That's one of those things that you see and you get mad, but you keep it in. Because it's something we don't talk about. The double standard in our country. Any white director came out it it it'd be it would be a movie about Hitler. That's what they would say. They were all staying six feet away. You can't have it both ways, lady. <laughs> I don't know what I would do. I, I mean I, I would like to think that I would help the mom out if I saw some fucking beggar punch a kid. Now I'll be honest with you. Would I laugh? Yes. Yeah, I would. I I would. Maybe not at the moment, but when I thought about it, Gal Colcock's a two-year-old. I it's wrong. I know it's wrong, but we've all wanted to do it and see it. Uh, I think Jordan Peele is funny, but when he said that, I was pissed. I don't like No, I agree with you. I hate the double standard. But let me just tell you, the double standard is only getting stronger. You don't think look, the double standard affects everybody that wants it not to affect them. The president of the United States of America was was impeached over inciting a riot at the Capitol, yet no charges have been brought against anybody who is said to go and charge people, that Maxine Waters, Nancy Pelosi tells people to go punch, Chris Cuomo wants, wants protesters to be more angry and more violent, the double standard is is, is in play and has been in play. The N-word is the biggest double double standard in our society. And, and Douglas, the reason why I said that to you is because until, until the pendulum swings, you and I, my friend, when we get pissed off at that shit, we are pissing in the wind. That's all we're doing. Would you stand up and yell you got knocked the fuck out? No, I probably wouldn't. My, the closest I've ever seen to this, this is one of my one of my all-time favorite moments of my entire life. Living in Roseville at the time, Roseville, California. And that's back before Roseville had like the malls and shit. There was like one target in Roseville, and it was right there on Douglas Boulevard. And I'll never forget, I walked in there, and as I'm walking in. I see a mom who's on her knee, and she's talking to her two boys. And she's talking to one in particular and the other boy. And she's like, yeah, that was very mean of you. You shouldn't have done that. And the other kid, just out of nowhere, flat out, hits his brother. I mean, square. Like, it was a hell of a punch. And the mother was just like, I was fucking. As soon as that happened, I just started laughing. It was hysterical. Now, not for the mom, it wasn't, but for me. But man, that shit is awesome when that happens. Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone remake got canceled. Good. Yeah, we just have to take it. Uh, And you know what? You. For now. Hit me again because I'm white and I have privilege. Yeah, look, you just got to ride this out. This whole white privilege thing. It, it, look, white privilege has been debunked by so many people, yet everybody wants to run to it. it, it it's honestly, it's like climate change. Michael Richards got canceled so long ago for using the N-word fucking bullshit. Now, look. That one, I'm going to say it right now. Michael Richards, he didn't say the N-word like just using it, like calling a buddy. Yo, N-word, what's up? He was saying it, and he was using the hard R. I've seen the clip. We've all seen the clip. It wasn't funny. I mean, we should kind of, like, let him come back into society because he is really a funny man. I think he's paid his debt now. It's been about 20 years since that happened. But it's not going to happen. Oh, holy shit. This is sad. I mean, I'm actually halfway upset at this. Lady Gaga's dog walker. Well, that that right there is fucking upsetting on its own. But anyway, here's the shitty part. Her dog walker was shot in the chest four times in L.A., who then stole the star's beloved French Bulldogs. Lady Gaga is offering a $500,000 reward. Now, real quick, let's just say it right now. I don't like Lady Gaga I don't. But you don't steal somebody's dog. You, you, you don't steal anybody's dog. That right there, that's death penalty. Or at least I get to cut I, And you shot somebody in the chest four times? You know whose dogs you were going after. Lucky Liam Neeson wasn't around. I've acquired a set of skills that makes me very dangerous. But wait, if she paid the criminals, maybe they wouldn't have done that. Yeah, you're right. Or what if what if that was, you know what? You know it's funny cuz she was one of those people that wanted protesters bailed out. What if she bailed out one of the guys that shot her dog walker in the chest and stole her dogs? Wouldn't that be that'd be full circle, wouldn't it? A dis- a dysfunctionally fully sheep in a forest outside Australia, was overcome by the, oh, oh, look what they did. They were funny here. The sheer aha, amount of wool on its body. They named the, the, the sheep Baha Rock. Uh, this thing is gross. It's got matted feces all over it. Oh, and they sheared it off. And they got about 50 pounds of wool off that, uh, poop wool. Wouldn't want that wool. That wool is shitty. Hey, now. <laughs> and in L.A., the D.A. will join a press conference on, on the person, yeah. Frenchies are stolen a lot. They are. I and look, I, I, li- I love French bulldogs. I think they're cool dogs. I like little Boston Terriers, too. I think they're really cool. Those are cool little dogs. You're going to steal that? What kind of fucking reprehensible piece of shit are you that you're going to steal somebody's dog? Even yesterday, as mad as I was at stupid vomit over there, or puke, as I call him now sometimes, if you fuck with my dog, I am going to whoop you like you ain't never been whooped before. I'm gonna I'm gonna whoop your ass so hard you think your name is Toby. <laughs> now that one that line I might have crossed the line with that one. Only some of y'all are gonna get that one. <laughs> That's pretty fucking funny. Ogre, you know that shit's funny. You know that shit's funny. Yeah, Puky McVomit laying on my couch right now. If if somebody were to throw something, like, I I heard the other day, but I heard it, like, after the fact that it happened, somebody threw a snowball at Bubba the other day. Oh, shit, if I would have seen that, I haven't seen a beating like that since Rodney King. Kunta Kinte. Okay, you guys get it. Uh, Andrew says, oh, I get it, and it was hilarious, yeah. Well, I'll tell you this right now. So if I saw the motherfucker throw a snowball at Bubba, you'd be see, you. be I would be looking like Queen Latifah in that Equalizer promo. My ass would be running out the house whooping ass. I don't care if you're 13. Don't throw a snowball at my motherfucking dog. I'm going to give you the damn stunner. I just got people staring at me for laughing out loud at the Toby comment. God damn. Toby got defeated. Well, half of one foot anyway. They keep, like, what was I, I was watching reruns of fucking Criminal Minds yesterday. And I thought of a great drop for a radio station. You, You know how radio stations have the imaging of
0: like this. Now back to the Arnie State Show.
1: And some radio stations, you know, what are you listening to? I'm listening to 98 Rock. I thought a great one would be you start off with the, what's your name? California's Rock Station. What's your name? No way that ever fucking happens. But goddamn is it funny. Oh, I'd give him the Stone Cold Stunner. I'd give him the real stunner. And then I I'd take them out onto the snowy area where I know there's ice and cement underneath it and fucking DDT his ass. Do a real DDT. All right, final story of the day. Here we go. Last one. Here we go.
5: Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can.
1: It truly is. This story is about a man named Alex Bonilla. No, I don't think any relations to Bobby. This man in Florida is set to plead guilty to charges of kidnapping, burglary, aggravated assault, and battery. He's a married father of five who works at a dairy. Two months before the incident, he caught his ha- wife having sex with another man who lived next door with his own wife and two daughters. Now, two months ago, they reassured the man. He said, you're not going to die today. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, this happened on the event. Okay. Uh So, he walks into his house. He sees his wife doing the old hickety-hoppity with the neighbor again. And he grabs the guy and he says, you aren't going to die today. And then he puts a rubber band on the base of his penis. (laughs) Then... He used scissors to cut the penis off. (laughs) According to the pre-sentencing report, Mr. Benio was getting frustrated because it was taking too long to cut off his rival's penis and blood was going everywhere. So instead of cutting it off all the way, he just took three quarters of it and then carried it with him. He took it with him. He ran out of the room.
4: Penis, penis.
1: The penis was never recovered.
4: And the victim
1: has been left unable to urinate or have sex normally. Now, Mr. Beniva says he blacked out after he had already tackled the man. I, I got to put this in for running a fucking story of the year. The dude cut it, the dude's penis off and then carried it with him. <laughs> it's like the joke on little kids. I got your nose. Dude was like, I got your penis. Lorena Bobbitt. Yeah, yeah. Did I hear you writing to say the neighbor was having sex with this guy's wife? And No, no, just the wife. Then, the, But the guy who was having sex with the guy's wife was also married, and he had two daughters. Mr. Bonilla's got five kids. So I'll just say right now, Mr. Bonilla's wife likes to fuck. Now, the neighbor used to like to fuck, but he no longer has a pee-pee. He took out a pair of gloves, tied a rubber band around the base of the penis. According to the victim's statement, he was unable to cut through the penis quickly. Well, he got he used scissors. I I mean, <laughs> I hope they were at least good scissors. They weren't like those safety scissors because that's gonna that's gonna fucking hurt. Oh, wow. Benia would stop at times and place a gun at the back of the victim's head until finally the penis was cut off. A man was lying on the floor, bleeding, shaking because of shock, trying not to vomit. Mr. Benia said, don't act this way. This is normal. And if you try to call the police, I'll be out in two months and come back and finish this. Two months? That's only a two-month sentence in Florida? Your Honor. Dong, where's my penis? (laughs) Dong, Grandpa's talking to you. Alicia says his mouth ain't broken. He can still perform. Hell yeah. Yeah, if this guy wants to be trans, it saves times with the sex change. Now he's got just like a little nub. Hey there, nubby. The victim's penis was never recovered. I like this. He says, sex with my wife has been messed up for the rest of my life. Now, is that because your penis was cut off or because you got caught cheating on your wife because I don't think you were going to be having sex with your wife anymore. Uh, Mr. Bonilla immigrated from El Salvador in 1990. I like this. Police in charge recommended that he be incarcerated instead of being placed under community supervision. You, you, you think? Do, do, do you think so? You, you think that's a good idea? I think anybody who cuts somebody's penis off should probably be put in jail. That's just me, though. Uh, Ogre says, adios familia. Have a great day. Take care of your genitals. Yes, do take care of your genitals. Is that what happened? He was cheating, and that's how he got his dick cut off? I missed the beginning of it. The- yeah. Yeah, dude walked in. His wife. Was cheating on him with this dude. This dude is his next-door neighbor. The dude is married with two kids of his own. Dude put a rubber band around. I mean, he took some time. He's been thinking this one out. If you wanted it to go faster, you should have got some lawn clippers, man. The, them big old ones to Chop. And by the way, he said he's going to finish the job. Oh, he got the twig. He's coming for the berries next. All right, that's going to do it for the show today. Uh, like I said, I'm not feeling that good. want to be 100% for when Tommy's here uh, tomorrow. So there you go. Uh, Orca 21 started. Hey, Orca 21, how how you doing? Welcome to the Arnie State Show. Welcome to the Ass Family. Uh, so there you go. Uh, uh, now, tomorrow, remember, we have Celebrity Ass Deathmatch Scumbag Edition. Scumbag Edition. Uh, remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic Friday Eve, a great Thursday, and adios, everybody.
2: We really shouldn't be doing this And we both know why Just being close enough to think like this Enough to make you need to lie This kind of talk will lead us to somewhere We're getting way too close to going there The farther off the better to resist We really shouldn't be doing this Only in isolation But the acquaintance left me stunned The first attraction was the hardest hit I thought I'd ever overcome This kind of situation has to pass This chance encounter has to be I our goodbyes real fast Won't even think about a farewell kiss We really shouldn't be doing this Well We really shouldn't be doing this And we both know why Just being close enough to think like this Enough to make me have to lie Shouldn't be doing this. This kind of situation has to pass. This chance encounter has to be the last. To take it all that we would be remiss. We really shouldn't be doing this. Won't even think about a goodbye kiss. We really shouldn't be.